0: Uh, good, pleasant,
1: talk radio.
0: Uh, pleasant good evening to all of you out there in Radioland and you are listening to The Cricket Show. We are waiting to join Mason and guests. We invite you to be with us each and every Sunday from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, except this coming Sunday, we will be on from 3 until 6, from 3 and till 6. This is so, because we... Uh, allowing all the members of the panel to watch the Super Bowl. And we are waiting to join Mason and guest, which is, starts about six 18 minutes after six. In the meantime, we'll give you an interview by the great cricketer out of Antigua, the one and only Sir Curtly Ambrose. Listen, hope you enjoy it.
2: Who would have be the best that you
3: would want in your time? I, 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 I <laughs> no. No, 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 no. that's business. No. no, no, no. Um, no. no.
1: uh, for
3: me, oh, it's difficult, right? Um, I thought about non West India. Yeah, yes. obviously. For me, I would. I, I can give you two <laughs> names. Can't give you one, right? I would say. Tendoka, Tendoka and Ricky Pontin. Would he be the two? Yeah. Mm. What, what, what about Tendoka? <laughs> he put a price on his wicket. You have to get him out.
1: Mm.
3: Never give you mm. a glimpse. Right. Never Never look awful. Mm. Doesn't matter what's going on around him. He's just in his own little box. And right. his temperament and all that was a concentration span. Mm. It was just immaculate. Mm. Have a lot of time for him. Ricky pontin mm-hmm. Has all the shots. We'll take you on. Mm. Fearless. Mm. And those you by two. Mm. That's the call And quickly, arresting the investment. For me,
1: Vick
3: Richards and Brian Lara. Brian Lara. What about Brian Lara? <sighs> I believe that Brian Lara could pass for a whole week if he wanted to. Mm. He just have that ability. Mm. To play big innings mm. and back long. Sometimes I just believe that when he's he not quite with it, mm. he gets himself out. Mm. But mm. when he's focused, right. Right. he goes back for a week and he wants to. Viv Richards, probably the most destructive of mm. players mm. I've played mm. mm. He instills fear in bowlers. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. He's breaching the submission. Mm. So Viv mm. and Van Alara, mm. two different kind of players. And, 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 and so they would have had an influence in bringing you to cricket as well. Is that true? Well, no, not entirely. Mm. I would say my biggest influence was my mother. Okay. She was the one who really forced me to play cricket. Mm. And once I started, then, you know, the village of streets were right. from. Mm. I've got my villagers who supported me all along. Mm. So my mother was my biggest influence. Mm hmm. My minutes, mm-hmm. and, and, and you started as, a, someone said a keeper or something, is that right? As no, that was a no, i not fast bowler, I started as a batsman. Mm. I wanted to be a batsman. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, so how did the fast bowling come about then? Well, you know, I, when I left school, I just shut up, got really torn after of school.
1: Mm.
3: And uh, I used to play a tennis ball cricket, mm. like everybody else, fooling mm. about. Mm. And everyone in really the thought I could play proper cricket with my height and become a fast bowler. hmm and then I kind of like the idea of intimidating people. Mm-hmm. So it's sweet from fast men to
1: fast bowler. And it worked. It worked. It worked. And 405 <laughs> wickets. <laughs>
3: and not 405 <laughs> test <laughs> matches. <laughs> <way. laughs> we got a lot of intimidation. <laughs> along the way. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and quickly before we go, in terms of a memory of a test match, the best you would have played, is that a, a good question? Not one, right. I would say um, that 1 1 win against Australia. Yes. In Australia, uh, probably. Tell us about that. I'm trying to say we're out of time. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ronnie only charges going to give us another two minutes. Yes. Tell us about that. No, no um, we, we went to Australia as well, the dogs. Right. And uh, no one gave us a chance. Which mm-hmm. We just knew it was a brand new captain,
1: mm-hmm. only
3: had one Chapman Street name against South Africa and Right, Australia. remember that, yes. Well I had two test matches with them. Right. And we knew and we know how we turned out. Right. So we went the dog, the dogs mm. to playing like against how much to the lineup. Mm-hmm. And I bought the captain, the wars, yes. David Boone, and mm-hmm. you know, so we had no chance. Right. And I tell the something, if we permit me a minute or two. Sure. We had a champion barbados. Right. Crest going to Australia. Right. And uh, when we were leaving Australia, mm-hmm. went to the airport, not a single person from the cricket board came to see us off. Really? I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. The only person that came was the liaison officer to make sure we checked in and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I left the Caribbean very bitter
1: mm-hmm.
3: because I figured no one gave us a chance. Not on right. our own cricket board or right, whatever. Right, right. We went to Australia, fell behind in the previous early. Mm-hmm. Then we came back, one that won the game, the, the four test matches by one one. Mm-hmm. Went to Perth and of course we have never lost a game in Perth. Never. So we teach us on our side, won that series two one, went to South Africa for trying series, South Africa Package and West Indies, Right. We cleaned up that. Right. And then we came back home. The
1: mm-hmm. yeah. orchestra now normally at the end of a tour we go separate ways. Right. We got to London and got the news or the message that
3: the team must assembly by Brados. Right. No. It me that was out of step. The word I wanted you was not really good for the radio, So out of step. And I said, I'm going to Antigua. Right. Mm. Because if a few months ago, he right. support me when I was leaving. Right. Obviously, we come back with winners. Right. You want big, this big shabat? Mm. Anyway, I came to my and he big dinner. And I showed my disgust. Mm. Really. Mm. I remember Tony Cosa, the late Tony Cosa wrote about it. He wrote about it. Right. But I didn't care. Mm. Because if you can't support me, right. when... Well. It wasn't so right, right. And I, I, I wasn't happy about it. Bonner England for forty five. For forty-five, for 45, for 45 nights. Right. That was an error What a what a what a performance. Well you know, I had my moment, mm. where I feel invincible. Right. Like I can do I can do no wrong, mm. You
1: know,
3: and I remember that particular game I played, we were struggling to run. Yeah. Like an inn. And I remember Richie Richardson, the captain, said, you know, just pass as long as possible. Mm. And I was out there, I know, I got maybe 14 or whatever. But in well like Mr. Benjamin. Yes. And then I played a wild swipe, at an angiocardic, and mm. got bored. Yes, you remember that? And I was like, man, boy, you know. Yeah. As an experienced man, it was uncalled for.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I decided, quietly to myself, the, the guys were happy. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, boy, I've got to do something magical here because mm. I'm in a bad book. You know? So yeah, I remember we should say that if we get four, three or four wickets that evening, on the fourth evening, mm-hmm. for the 15 hours I think, to bowl that fourth evening, and we just said if we get
1: three or four wickets that evening, we could defend it to 193
3: 93. Mm-hmm. So I, I was really pumped up mm-hmm. to do something magical and got a wicket with the first ball, understand? The mm-hmm. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. You know what to give me a stick. one day or not. Mm-hmm. I'll take your part. Mm-hmm. So that was and quickly, that famous test match here by the you did, you, know, you two against uh, South Africa, um, you know, the Anderson coming story. What a, what a performance to win that test match. Yes. You know, back in those days, we had a worst day. Mm. And I remember we had uh, a boat cruise for both teams. Mm. And South Africans had a shirt off and they yes. were passing because they figured they'd give the win. Mm. And we were in a very somber kind of mood. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was. I remember saying to my good friend, quoting Goodwin, as the
1: mm-hmm.
3: said, boy Well, Cody, We can't afford that. His book is beating us, in you know. Because yeah, it was the first. Yes, yes, yes. the boy, no matter what, we gotta pull out all stops the next day. Mm-hmm. And I remember the morning when we just before we take the field, the gentleman said, "If we're gonna lose this game, mm-hmm. we're gonna lose with Washington and Ambo's bowling. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna win." We're going to the Right. Yeah, Patrick as well.
1: Yeah.
3: And those words inspired me. Mm-hmm. And I so, said, you know what? No matter what, mm-hmm. we, we, you can't yeah. lose this game. And, you know, that's what
4: happened. Tremendous, tremendous indeed. Tremendous family support. Of course, you, you come from a big family. In fact, I'm here checking some stuff on YouTube on you. Uh, and uh, you're. Number
3: four and seven, is that right? That's correct. Right. Four and seven, you? yes. knob ma- 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 in the middle. And they you said your favorite sport was basketball. Up until mm-hmm. the minutes. Still love mm-hmm. basketball. Really? Yep. Completely. Mm-hmm. Which team you supported basketball? Well, at the moment, I'm supposed well, when I started supporting basketball way back, it was the Philadelphia they 76ers. Right. Because I liked Dr. J. Right. And then I moved away from that after when well, I went to the Atlanta Hawks. Right. Because I loved the W Griffin. Mm-hmm. And then from the Hawks, I moved away to the Phoenix Suns because mm-hmm. I like Barkley, but the right. was that's everything yes. is everybody just right. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I like Duncan, Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. so one that they, they like the mm-hmm. the for a bit. Right. And then after that, no what? Then a young team came and I see,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. And, and I like Westbrook and Durant. Okay, Durant. Right. No so longer there, but mm-hmm. I like those two guys so I support. The OKC okay at the moment. And of course, you support Man United. <laughs> why? You had not a good program. Why was it spoiled? Well, anyway, Ronnie talk in the studio as a big Liverpool man. Yeah, I am a Liverpool man. I stayed yeah. back in the mid 80s. Oh, why, why Liverpool, though? It's it a strange story. Totally because I've never really followed English football growing up. Because right. like I started from New York, you basketball. Right. But when I went to England, in 1986 under a Big Richard's cricket scholarship,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I went in the Liverpool district to play a match,
1: mm-hmm.
3: loved the area, mm-hmm. and decided, you know what, I'm going to support Liverpool. I mm-hmm. didn't know anything about them, right? so I started to support them, they started to some research, and mm-hmm. realised they're a top team, mm-hmm. they, you know, so I've been with them ever since, so that's mm-hmm. how we all started, mm-hmm. you know, the John Barnes and mm-hmm. the Kenny Douglas and mm-hmm. Ian, watching all these guys from Weber,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you know, so I've been with them ever since na da je it, 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 I'm not letting like you jumping all over the place. It, uh, it, it, uh, in fact, uh, the, the, the YouTube is saying your net worth is 6 million. I know uh, that's uh, so. all. Yeah, been tweets, it, I've, been, I've been taking all this information, talking about it. And cars? Yeah, it can imagine. You, your favorite car, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Your favorite car. <laughs> wonderful. Great. The most beautiful students, beautiful, who make me look I know, it's interesting. I sent all this information to him. Remember I sent it uh, to him. Did you look at it? I looked at it, it's been a tough minute, though,
4: not The girl needs to be the pleasure. I, I'm so happy to have had you uh, here in the studios. 98 test matches. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get that right? Mm-hmm. 405
3: test wickets. Mm-hmm. You retired in 2000. That's I remember Pat Russo, mm-hmm. who was the president that said, yeah. You need to continue to play, try to convince you. No, yeah, he, he tried, but you know, I've just lost all interest yeah. yeah. And it, it, it became too much of a.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Normally when I get to the ground I'm about to get up in the morning early, Right, up right. right, right. And then many mornings I my wife and two of my daughters with me. Right. My last daughter born but was born after
5: He made a revelation on last
6: evening's
7: Mason and Guest cricket show. And Andre
6: told Australia in 1992 with the Western Distinguished World Series. Mm-hmm. And we were playing at the, uh, at the Border Stadium against Australia. And then Desmond Hughes and I opened batting. And an Australian fast bowler told me to go back on the banana boat. I walked down to Desmond and I said, What well, is this man telling me to we'll go back on a banana boat? A I came on a point to say, You know, a banana boat this man dealing with? It. So they're going to me, oh, he's telling you telling me I'm a monkey? I can't be no monkey. I don't have a deal. I'm a nice-looking dark man. So yes, I experienced it, but you shut it off. You don't worry about this. That clearly cricket, I never tell you stuff in the Durham Senior League back in the 1990s, the 1995-96. They would tell you harsh things. What will you do? You make your thought. You score runs, and then they you
5: shut them up. So Clive Lloyd believes if West Indies batsmen can concentrate for a long period, they can win the 3 Test series against England. The former West Indies captain was also speaking on the Mason and guest show. If they can
6: get 300 odd runs in any innings of those Test matches. We have the bowlers uh, to put them in a position. We have about nine batters there who can hold their own. Mm. Our main thing is concentration. We have to concentrate, concentrate for periods, for long periods, because England have got four fast bowlers too, and they're just they're pretty good.
5: They're playing at home. Also joining the program was Kyle Lears on his first tour with the Windies. He was asked how the
7: bowlers adapted to the new regulation of not using saliva to shine the ball. We've been practicing for a few weeks now and the coaches were challenging us to find a way to get the ball shined. I, um, I thought that the material that we played in today um, really helped. They tried to let us use sweat. A couple of days we, we played in cold conditions. There were no, There, there was no sweat. Mm-hmm. But today it was hot and sunny, so no. guys really use the perspiration on the ball. It's very tricky because you're so accustomed yes. to
8: yes. going back to the and, and doing it. Um, I think some guys still slip, but some say it's called leers.
4: Then we you know what happened. The West Indies were mauled. And in the final analysis, it was a pretty gutless performance by them. And now it's the time to play Test cricket. The action starts tonight, 11:30, Eastern Caribbean time. And of course, if you're in Jamaica, it's a 10:30-day time. The question they asked him from, from Kingston, Jamaica to Bridgetown, Barbados, "Can the West Indies win the series?" The answer is I don't know. But of course, we've got some experts tonight who are going to be joining us on Mason and Guest to discuss. Uh, this matter And already, we've got online fellow Alfonso Wallace all the way there snuggled up in uh, uh, some people say the mother country, but of course when you say that, some people get upset. Uh, Let's just not say that and just say that he's in England uh, enjoying himself there. COVID and all, fellow, I'm sure you're protecting yourself. And we're going to have a word from him very, very soon. We also want to hear tonight about the Super 50. Yes, that starts in Antigua. And that the first match is going to be on Sunday, and we hope to have Roland Holder and, of course, Dominic Warren from Cricket West to come along a bit later on. We also want to travel to Guyana to talk to Trevon Griffith. Mind you, he was one who contracted COVID, and he wants to talk about his experience. We broke the news a couple weeks ago when uh, Ramire Shepard contracted COVID, and he was able to speak to us, uh, and we're going to go back to Guyana a bit later on. Also, uh, as well, we want to talk to uh, journalist Colin James about if there's a lot of action there in, in Antigua, uh, a feel in relation to whether or not we are going to get, um, uh, you know, certainly in terms of support there in Antigua for those Super 50 matches. I'm Andrew Mason, along with co-host Dr. Andrew Ford, and already we're going to uh, say hello to Philo Wallace, who's joined us. Philo, how are you, my friend? Nice to see you. Uh, um, you y- y- You're Again, no here. What's happening?
6: It's not growing, Philo. Hello, Andrew. Good <laughs> evening. Good evening to you, Dr. Ford. I also want to say a special good evening to, to Sheryl and Hart. I know yes. like that. Your and you're a good friend. Dos Santos. Yes, the Dos Santos Clinic, who are obviously trying to keep Barbados COVID-free. Uh, they do a wonderful job. They're doing a wonderful job just trying to, to make sure that, that, that the samples come out on time. Andrew, in England, it's cold. I, I, mm. I, I experienced snow for the first time last weekend, and I went outside again, and I had no socks on my feet. But I wasn't cold. It's amazing when you're excited, Dr. Ford, that you don't feel cold <laughs> <laughs> It's snow. So um, it, it was quite good. Uh, England is all right. Uh, so, yes, we are still in lockdown. I know there's news that there's a new variant here, <laughs> one from South Africa. Mm-hmm. So the authorities now, apparently, they're going to go door to door in certain areas in London and see if they can sniff out <laughs> who's, who actually has this new South African variant. Mm-hmm. So England is quite much under lockdown, but it's still enjoyable. You can get out and still do your shopping,
4: mm-hmm. and that
6: is supermarket shopping. Supermarket shopping. Well,
4: well we're going to have a bit of a lockdown uh, tomorrow, though the Prime Minister talked about pause. interesting description, <laughs> and that has made the executive producer of this program um, smile in the studio. I've got Dennis Johnson tonight. Um, I normally have Larry Mears, but it's always good to hear Dennis Johnson with that beautiful music today, and really and truly, I enjoyed it, Dennis. Now, um, uh, on Zoom as well as the captain of the West Indies in Test Cricket and, of course, the captain of the Barbados side, Jason Holder. Good to have you, Jason, my my favorite cricketer, Jason. How are you this evening, Jason? That smile is as broad as Bridgetown. How are you, my friend?
9: Hey, good evening, Andrew. Good evening good um, listeners. I'm well, man. How are you doing?
4: I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Now, the West Indies, of course, they're in Bangladesh. We're going to talk a little bit about that and, of course, uh, the primary function of having you on the show, and we want to thank... Uh, Philip Spooner for uh, arranging the interview. Philip, doing a wonderful job Then I think he deserves a promotion there, Craig West Indies. Thanks again to you, Philip. Now, Jason, um, when did you arrive in, in Antigua? Yeah, we got here two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, two days ago. Uh,
10: and, yeah, we've been through
9: the, well, through the quarantine phase at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one or P- well, two PCR tests. Um, done so far. Still awaiting the results of the first one. The second one was done this morning. Um, but yeah, the the spirit of the guys seemed to be pretty good. Everything went smoothly so far in terms of the testing. Um, so we just got another. But well, once we get these results back from the two PCR tests, mm-hmm. um, then we can start training uh, before our first game, which is on the 8th.
4: Mm-hmm. And, and and the bubble? How is it? How is it been so far? Still still tough. Like when you were in England, that <laughs> bubble.
9: Yeah, bubble life is tough, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's obviously different than um, it, uh Mentally, it's very, very draining. Being stuck in a hotel and being confined to a hotel is not easy. Um, yeah, that was pr- pretty much my struggle over the last couple of months. Um, and I had pr- practically six months on the road um, in various different bubbles. Um, it's, it, to, be, to be honest, it gets you
1: mm-hmm. uh,
9: mentally. Um, but, yeah, it's good to get the break. Um I'm and, and really excited to be back playing some cricket and, and looking forward to the tournament.
4: Mm-hmm. How do you feel though? Energized and ready to bring home the bacon for Barbados?
9: Yeah, my spirits are pretty good. You know, I mean, when I when I get chance to to go away from the game, you know, I just take it take a real real back backward step and or mm-hmm. back seat and, and just try to relax and refresh. It was good to see my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. seen my family in, in over six months, so mm-hmm. it's good to get home, spend mm-hmm. some time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just re-energized
4: and, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to go again. Mm-hmm. And of course, you also went to Bermuda.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, your business, holiday, in there,
4: <laughs> Doctor Ford told me that. <laughs> okay, we <laughs> won't say too much on that, Jason. Of course, you know um, things just drop.
9: <laughs> I do <drew> a bit, <laughs> <laughs> as usual. A now here, ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only, I've only been here
4: two minutes Y'all yeah, no, Jason. but uh, on that note I think I must bring you a very good friend uh, who supported you of, um, of throughout your career, Dr. Andrew Ford. Doctor, you've got good company you've got the company of the Barbados Captain yeah. the Super 50 and of course the West Indies Captain, District, Jason Holder and of course you've also got your good friend Philo Wallace
5: Yeah, great to be on the show again and Good night to all the panelists and to the listeners. Uh, Jason, we, we've talked a lot about the bubble and COVID-19. How do you feel as a cricketer about the emergence of vaccines? And is that something that you would be willing to embrace? And do you think it would help to ease the, the tension of, of cricket during this COVID period?
9: Well, you know, we, we, we're asking a lot of questions as it relates to the vaccine. Um, obviously, it's something that we tr- the world is trying to imp- implement. Um, Particularly for us, having to move around and quarantine and stay in bubbles is very, very difficult. And if the the vaccination could avoid or make us avoid uh, having to do so, you know, and then I'll I'll be all for taking it, you know. But there's still a lot of great. Well, there's a massive grey area in terms of the quarantine situation. And then um, obviously, still, I've heard that you still have to do PCR tests if you if you still Mm -hmm. still do have the vaccination. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to knock it, but. Uh, it just has to be some clarity as 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 the as for the benefits of, of having it. I mean, I mean, outside of obviously it, it, it lowers the chances you chances you actually getting COVID-19. But if if we still got to go through a whole quarantine phase and being stuck in bubbles, then I, I mean, uh, what's the point sometimes in, in in going ahead with it? But I guess when we get to that bridge, we'll we'll, we'll cross it. Mm.
5: As an international cricketer, it's always hard with the schedule to play. In the regional game and sometimes people uh, see that as a shortcoming of the international cricketer uh, you mentioned how difficult it is to be in the bubble how do you respond to individuals who believe that the decision not to go to Bangladesh uh, reflects on commitment how do you you appease and ease their worries about what that decision really means
9: well, a lot of people a lot of people just don't understand. Um... I, I would hate to think people will question my, my commitment to West Indies cricket. You know, the last five, six, seven years, well, I've been on the road eight years consistently, you know, playing for West Indies. And, you know, I've had tons of opportunities to go abroad and play in domestic P20 leagues. You know, I, I could have done county cricket. um, Well, I have done it. And I've had opportunities to go around the world, you know, and I've always put West Indies cricket first, you know. So for people to know come a question, particularly my commitment, you know, that just shows me that people just don't understand. Um, my reasoning for not going to Bangladesh is obviously, you know, I had concerns over the integrity of the bubble, but more so it was just mental fatigue. And I've,
1: mm-hmm.
9: again, it was one the road for six months. Um, after the tour of New Zealand, it was, it was, it was a pretty tough tour, uh, mentally draining as well too. And, you know, I was just getting to the point where it's not only physically tired, but, but mentally tired. Um, not sure if I would have been able to survive on quote with another bubble consistent um well I would have been seven months basically on the road uh and that was just my reasoning for for not heading down to Bangladesh um if you look at the calendar year this year 2021 it's pretty hectic now I'm back into cricket and I, I honestly don't know when I'm going to get another break you know but it's with this super 50 coming up then there's the the home series with Sri Lanka I've mm-hmm. uh, been retaining the IPL after that we've got Australia Pakistan and South Africa coming out to the Caribbean, hopefully, uh, and then it's back into CPL before we we start again over um, for our away tours at the end of the year. So there's honestly not a break. There's also of the T20 World Cup, which I really want to stake a claim to, to mm-hmm.
1: get to that mm-hmm. squad.
9: So mm-hmm. looking down, I guess some some management will have to come in come into it, um, player management in terms of keeping players fresh and keeping players fit on the park. Um, so yeah, I mean I'm, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you know it, it's a lot of cricket to be played. The COVID situation is it doesn't look to be going anywhere anytime soon, so we're practically stuck again in bubbles. And mental health is something that I think uh, people misunderstand and and not take uh, enough enough care towards it and and, and understanding behind it. So uh, a lot of players I know particularly have really really struggled with bubbles. Um, and then one of my major problems was that you know I wasn't able to have your family around as well too. So it's mm-hmm. not to say that you can travel your family over. Um a lot of countries still have restrictions and to getting into countries, borders are closed and you had to seek government permission to get into the country. So they weren't allowing family members to come out to come out to come out on tour as well too. So that created another another um another issue for me personally. So look my plan is just to take it as it comes, take it in straight and, and try to, to move with it one series at a time. Um but I have personally struggled a lot in in the bubbles. Mm.
5: Uh, Jason, you've been probably one of the most successful all-rounders in recent history in international cricket for the West Indies. Uh, your commitments to the West Indies have precluded you being able to make use of all of the the other uh, leagues uh, around the world. The, you did mention in in a in an interview earlier uh, in the year about the the financial aspect of being an international cricketer and the need to provide for your family and for your future. Do you think that more has to be done in terms of constructing some sort of retirement plan for individuals that are successful and even less successful than yourself in the international game and in regional cricket? Do you think that's something that needs to be looked at to make sure that after cricket, when when a guy turns 40 or, or less, that he can he can still have a decent life after?
9: Totally agree. Succession so plans are very important. Um, the reality of the situation is that most players have to, to rely on themselves for that for that um for that knowledge. You know, they've gotta go out and seek it, they've gotta put things in place for themselves. There's not much done from a cricket board perspective, from a wrestling cricket board perspective. But I'm sure, you know, if if, if players are keen to, to find out about ways to invest well and and actually create some retirement uh, in, in income, um, cricket wesley is more than willing to help. But I guess it's just a conversation that needs to be had. Um, look, I, I just believe the career of a, of, a sports, of a sports athlete is obviously very, very short. and uh, We've got to make use of um, our earning time. And things like perhaps looking at coaching certificates, you know, managerial roles to players, even in administration, is something that I think we can do a better job of in, in the region. Um, if you look at places like England and Australia, they tend to keep their structures and their systems comprising the, their their own, you know, whereas in, in the West Indies, we haven't been able to do that. But they've got systems in place, I guess, for for players to to get their coaching certificates. And there's also succession planning within their, their local territories, states, franchises, uh, which I believe we've got to get to that level here in the region. Uh, I think when we get to that level, then we can have more players having a, a kind of a, a secure future after cricket within um
6: within obviously the the, the confines of west indies cricket
5: okay phil i'll give way to you to, to ask questions uh,
6: thanks mm. Doug. i just want to say uh, good evening to jason nice to have you on the show um uh, obviously you're you're at the hem of barbarous cricket i'm not going to go down west indies road uh what is the feeling like you're working with dexter topping uh, a new the new the new coach for the super 50 competition what plans have you formulated with him, and how has it been going? Well, I know you're in a bubble, but what have you been doing when you left before you left Barbados, and now that you've reached Antigua?
9: Yeah, I mean, this is Dex. That's his first stint as Barbados senior team coach, you know. And I, but I've worked with Dex. All of us have worked with Dex in, in youth cricket, you know. All of us have come through the youth programs, and we're not strangers um, to coach Dex. You know, he's done a wonderful job, you know, in the over the years. And he's played a, a pivotal role in each each and every player's development here within this Barbados team. Um, we have had a, a bit of a setback in terms of Kyle testing positive uh, for COVID-19, having to replace them, And obviously, Zach McCaskey, Tevin Walker, you know, who are adequate replacements in, in my opinion, and who played for Barbados before, and, and they both had success. But in terms of our preparation, we had 10 days prior to leaving Barbados that we had to isolate. So we haven't actually had any cricket for the last ten days. We haven't done any any activity. Um, so we're relying now to get together now for before our first game on the eighth, uh, and we've got two practice sessions leading up to that first game. So, look, it, it is what it is. It's not an ideal, but we we gotta hope that you guys can hit the ground running. You know, get themselves going and and get into it. I think the the beauty about the situation is that mentally, we're 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 there as a side. Um, again, everybody had some time to to relax and kick back, but in terms of that togetherness as of, a of squad right before the tournament, we were unfortunately not able to have it. But they were, obviously, they obviously had a really good preparation period where they had the, the Legends Cup, um, mm-hmm. where players, you know, had some good match practice. And then we had basically a two-week period after that where players came together with the squad was selected to trade. Um, but with one or two setbacks um, with, with players in, in terms of the whole COVID situation has made it quite difficult as well, but I'm still very, very confident we've got a team here to, to win this competition. And, you know, cricket is played on the day and we've got to go there and
10: execute our plans.
4: Hmm. Interesting. Um, let's, let's look quickly now at uh, Bangladesh. You're not there. What are your expectations, though? I mean, in the ODI series, the, the side was mauled. Um, some of the top guns are not there, including yourself. Um, what are your expectations? The action, the first test actually starts tonight, 11.30 Eastern Caribbean time. What are you hoping for, Jason?
9: Before you get it, Andrew, you are calling me a Top Gun in West Indies cricket?
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, man, I want to
9: say thank you, Andrew. Man, I don't, I don't
3: know you think of me that
1: highly, man.
4: <laughs> 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 well, well, it's, 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 it's um, not really a Top Gun. It's a big gun, a big gun, big gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my golly. You like oh, that, oh too, really huh? Easy, oh, 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 my golly,
1: huh?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, expectations.
4: Yes.
9: Look, it, it's obviously a perfect opportunity for, for guys to state the claim. Um, there are obviously a few familiar faces that are missing from the squad. But if you look at, I guess, the overall New Clancy squad, you've still got relatively experienced guys there, like um, Craig Braffitt, John Campbell, has, has, got, has gotten his feet wet in terms of international cricket as well. Kimaro, Shannon Gabriel, um and as uh, Jameer Jermaine Blackwood as well too. Mm-hmm. So th- those guys I guess will be will be asked a big a big a big task in terms of carrying the man for the last squad. Um but then you have got guys around them like Azar Joseph, King Carwell, obviously looking really good in terms of, mm-hmm. of his role and he's gone five weeks in, in the in the practice match leading so up to it. Then you've got guys like Kyle Mayers, Ray Marifa, you know, who, who've who proven themselves in regional cricket over the last couple of seasons. Um I think it's going to be a tough tour. You know, Bangladesh is a very, very good squad in their backyard. The last time we went down there, we were beating them as well too, and we were practically at full strength.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Um, but I I still think we've got what it takes. But, you know, belief is a, is a, is a big thing. Um, ability, I, I don't think we, I, we're ever lacking in ability, but it's execution and execution under pressure. Uh, we know the kind of services that Bangladesh definitely produces, and, and they're always catering towards their slower bowlers. And they've got bowlers who can, Basically, target wicket to wicket all day long. Um, the pitches become worn quite quite quickly, uh, and they, and they're they're difficult to score. You know, I think to to be successful in Bangladesh as a batter, I think you've got to be able to find ways to put their, their spinners back under pressure. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think is is their their conditions that you can graft. You know, often people talk about batting long and grafting in Bangladesh, but I I tend to disagree. know, I think it is to, to in order to bat long and get scores that you've got to find ways to score. You know, um, it's not a place I believe you can you can look to graph and nudge around and that, those kind of places. Um, the players who have had success either can sweep really well,
1: mm-hmm.
9: or you know they have they have they have a shot that they or a shot or two that they can put pressure back on onto the onto the opposition. And and if we if we don't, in my opinion, adopt that mentality and that approach, then we could find ourselves wanting. Um, our ball and attack to me has has done a reasonable job over the last couple of years. Obviously, a lot will be expected of Shannon, Shannon, and, and Kimar being the the most experienced uh, bowlers in the side. But again, conditions always favour our spinners, and I, I expect a a big, big series for for Rakeem.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
9: Rakim has all, all obviously showed what he can do. What he can do, sorry, in in international cricket when we played against Afghanistan in, in Lucknow. Um, he's got five wickets so far in, uh, on tour, and and I guess he'll be asked a, a very, very big, big um. Big well, big questions uh, when it when it comes to holding down the fourth and the mantle for the bowling side. Uh, but Jamal Wariken as well too, for right? mm-hmm. from all those those are the other two frontline spinners within that group. And I think a lot would be reliant on on those three spinners, along with the two experienced fast bowlers in, in the bowling department. Mm.
4: So so what about the construct of the team? What would you advise? You think we should go in with the two genuine spinners and of <laughs> course, uh, what would you advise? <clears throat>
9: It's hard, Andrew, because mm. I'm not down there to okay. to see the to see the wickets. I haven't been I haven't been to Bangladesh since 2012, obviously. Really? Um, okay. So it's been a long time since I've been back to since I've been been down to Bangladesh. But traditionally, obviously, it, it favors the slow bowlers. So I would expect all bowlers, all bowling attack, to to be kind of spinner friendly or spin dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we look at the record of Kimar and and um, and Shannon. You know, they've had success against these guys. Uh, and, and they've got pretty good test records, so I think those guys will be will be asked to do a big role as well. But I think bulk of the work must, must might probably be reliant on the on the, the spin bowling department.
4: Fellow, mm-hmm. I come to you now. Um, do you think the West Indies can win the series? Fellow, talk to me. Don't don't be on the fence.
6: Uh, there's no fence where I live, actually, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard. West are going to be hard pressed to win this series in Bangladesh. <laughs> we just, you know, obviously we heard what Jason said. It's difficult. Yes, yeah. with there 6-12, but uh, conditions would be the same. If you look at the, the three-day game, if you take anything from the three-day game, uh, Cornwall picking up five wickets and the batsmen had to grab for their runs. Mm-hmm. I believe that the thing in Bangladesh against the slow bowling or the spinners is to bat the spinners rather than just play. And we need to learn to bat them, score runs, manipulate the ball, and look to run a lot of singles. Uh, we're going. To, our batsmen will have to be able to do those things successfully. And I think Jason hit the nail on the head. They've got to learn to sweep. Yes. <laughs> I think that if you can sweep sweep the spinner, you, you can confuse him and confuse the captain. So there's a lot of there's a lot of skills that need to be shown by our batsmen to get a, to post a decent total. And then obviously the bowlers, uh, and you have the work cut out. I, yes. I believe that this. If, I think we're going to go with two spinners and and maybe the three seamers in Roach, Gabriel, and and. and azari joseph Mm -hmm. i think cornwall and and, and warwick and from that three-day game i can't see the putting for them all into a test match about giving a a run out Mm
1: -hmm. maybe
6: very unless he's bowling really really well in the nets that Mm. we have not seen but Mm -hmm. if you look at from that three-day game and how the how the captain on tour has spoken about the two spinners that played obviously i would say that they will go with jamal warwick and and racking cornwall who has done the business for us already as well so I think they'll go with those two spinners and the three seamers and, and six batsmen up front. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, It'd be a little juggle to see if they would even think about bringing in a, a refor or Kyle Mears. But that's the way I see they're going to have their ball in attack. And it's going to be hard. But they have to they have to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Another series, Andrew, they have to play bubble or no bubble, they have to play the cricket and play competitive. Before we the players who are not there, they have to come out and play good cricket if they want to really come out of uh, Bangladesh with some kind of some kind of pride, you know? Mm-hmm. Too many defeats sometimes, you have no pride. So pride coming out of Bangladesh on a difficult tour it can lift you for Sri Lanka, you know, and, and hold Australia and South Africa if they do come to the region. But we need the, these guys to really pull, uh, pull out the stops and play 10 good days of Test match cricket for Western. Mm.
4: Gentlemen, stay with us. We're just going to um, just, um, vary a little bit uh, because we've got Travon Griffith on the line from, uh, from Guyana. Uh, of course, um, uh, you know that he... Uh, got COVID uh, a couple of weeks ago and was su- actually supposed to be in the Guyana side uh, going off to play in the super 50. So we're going to spend a couple of minutes with him. Hello,
8: uh, Trevon, how are you doing? Trevon, how are you doing? Okay. You're on mute. Yes. Uh,
4: okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was on mute. Sorry. Okay. Are you on Burbese? Okay. Are you in Burbies? No, Georgetown. No. I Josh would imagine you're in Georgetown. Jo- but people in Georgetown, you know, they they, they are mute. They <laughs> do. How are you? Uh, How are you? Do you know Jason Holder? Have you ever met him? Yeah, yeah, Jason. Yes, yeah, I know Jason. Play around with him. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, him. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, this talk. It just talk to us a little bit. How you feeling now? Because you, you 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 got COVID. How long ago was that? You got the COVID nineteen. How long ago?
7: Um, well, I was test positive on the twenty fourth of um January.
4: Oh dear. Um, that was last week Sunday. Mhm. Yeah. This year. Oh dear. That was
7: last week Sunday.
4: Mhm. Oh dear. Um, yeah, and, and um, you were um, asymptomatic though.
7: That, yeah. No, I'm, I I wasn't feeling anything. Right now, I'm not feeling anything either. So I, I'm good and actually just in isolation. But um.
1: Oh, you're just necessary. doing the necessary thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: just doing the necessary thing just um, to get my body back on track and then hopefully mm-hmm. just again and it come back negative.
4: Okay, so you were surprised when they told you that you had COVID. Big strong man like you there in Georgetown, eating all those um, um, cook-up and what you have there in Georgetown. I mean, they, they have good food there. I like to go to the border market and get those pineapples. You must be a strong man did you get COVID?
7: <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like, um, I'm, I'm vegan, right? I'm vegan. I don't oh. eat no meat at all. Oh, you don't
4: eat meat. So you're not like Jason Holder then? Or Phil Wallace, they I eat lots of meat, meat, you know? Meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
7: Um, so actually, when, when I was test positive, I was um, actually surprised because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, was taking precautions and, you know, just around my teammates, we last month and a half I'm training and Okay. You, know, you know, getting ready for the Super fifty,
1: mm-hmm. but
7: um, w- when the test came back positive, um, I was surprised, but it's just part of life and it's just part of what we're living at right now. Mm.
4: How 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 has it played in your mind though? I mean, when you got the news that you were uh you, you were you had COVID, I mean, how did you react to all this? Did it affect you in any way? I
7: mean, I mean, um. Well, you know, looking forward to the tournament. Um eager to get in there and, you know, mm-hmm. um, do well, score runs for Ghana and, you know, mm-hmm. personal performances and all these things. So when something like that came out, mm-hmm. I mean it was disappointing, but um I mean it's just the reality of life. I, I accepted it and I just um, you know, try to move move forward from it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean it's disappointing obviously, but you know, as I said it's the first part of life and spot where we're living it in mm-hmm. in this world right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Jason, this is a serious situation. You've had two players pulling out uh the hope brothers um pulling out and uh, Romario Shepherd was to um toured. he 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 could make the tour this is a serious thing, isn't it jason?
9: yeah, definitely a serious situation um you know, lots of people have lost their lives mm-hmm.
4: Um, mm-hmm.
9: And we continue to see the numbers skyrocket within the region
1: mm-hmm.
9: um yeah, we could only hope that we could get this under control and, and hopefully the vaccinations could can can be a can be a savior in a sense you know if, if that's the, if that's the way forward let's hope that we can get everybody vaccinated and, and let's get, that, get back to some kind of normalcy um, it has impacted not only families regions but economies mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Us, yes. particularly in the, in, the, in the cricketing world uh, we've had pay cuts and and it's impacted the world significantly so mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. for all of us you know we just want to get back to some kind of normalcy and, and being safe
4: mm. of course in terms of pay cuts you're hoping to get your full salary soon jason i would imagine you have to talk to Ricky Skerritt, who's looking to be president again, but I understand he's going to get a challenge from Barbados. I'm hearing that Conde Riley, I'm, I'm hearing, uh, hold on a minute, Jason, I'm going to spill the beans. I'm hearing that Calvin Hope, um, I hear that Calvin is looking to run, and Gregory Nichols. They'd to choose one, The like three can't run. they split the votes, wouldn't they, Jason? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't get,
1: I don't get into for political
9: settings. Just
1: you're, you're, you're the best
9: man for that. You, you're the man who's on the drum, and you get all the insights,
4: school. Yes, indeed. All right. but, but You might be better able to,
9: to tell me and tell the rest of tell the Yes, ideas. but
4: that, that was just the side. Now, back to you, Doc. Um, you've got Philo Wallace, you've got uh, Young Travon Griffith, and you've got Jason Holder. Take your pick, Doc. I, I
5: realize that we seem to also have Wendell Coppin. Is that is that true?
4: Is, is that Wendell Coppin?
5: Oh, well, the COVID is
4: there. All right. Mm. All right. We're going to try and talk to him a little bit later on as well. That's the manager of the Barbados team. Uh, uh,
5: well, I'll go to Trevon, because I've yes. I've asked you a few questions already. Mm. Um, just to get an idea, a rough idea of the the incidence of COVID-19 in our region. Uh, do you know of other friends or mm-hmm. other relatives who know someone who's uh, contracted COVID uh, over the last COVID-19 over the last few weeks?
7: Well, um, apart from a close female friend that I have, um um I haven't like have a family friend or you know, a close relative that has um, contracted COVID nineteen. So um well other than just listening to the news and you know, watching a, a stories and different things. So apart from that, no. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
5: Okay, see. from for both you and and Jason, we, we know of some players who've been unable to make uh some tours or tournaments because of COVID nineteen Uh, Jason, what's the possibility of the Hope Brothers recovering and
0: and Mm -hmm.
5: joining you, joining the team later on? I don't know about the rules, but I I was just wondering if if that was a question that had come up uh, sometime since the incident with the COVID-19.
9: Well, from from the initial positive test, um, that was the first question that that we asked. Um, Obviously, you you don't know how long it'll take to recover. um, And... For us, we we would love to have them, and if there's a possibility of having them, we'll, we'll definitely try to explore it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they they haven't been released yet out of isolation, and and we can only wait till then to to then see if we can get flights and stuff arranged with the really situation. Um, in the Caribbean and in the world, there are only two flights coming to Antigua, um, on the weekends mm-hmm. from Barbados. So I mean, it's all about availability of flights. Then when they get here, they they've, they've got to quarantine again. Um, so that's another five days, and you got to you got you to account for all those days and any time. So so when, once they're released, then we can try to see how quickly we can get them up and if it will be possible and feasible. But for someone particular, um mm-hmm. we will we will we'll all sit down and agree that She will be part of that ODI squad um, against Sri Lanka. So I, I I assume he'll just have to definitely come to Antigua, anyways um so he he would probably have a, a, a big a big likelihood of coming over to to join if possible but if you if can have both him and Carl, then I guess we'll explore the option
5: well well we've talked a lot about bubbles here and there you've seen the cpl bubble uh you're now in the in the 50 over bubble you've been to international bubbles in England and New Zealand the financial future of cricket West Indies hinges a lot on the international uh, calendar being played out mm-hmm. later on. Uh, how do you think we're doing as far as our bubbles in the region are concerned? Uh, do you think that the input of players and, and the fatigue and the 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 issues mentally and otherwise are being taken into consideration in order to formulate that perfect bubble for when the visitors come?
9: Look, I think Westerners have had, when well, we went to England, um, then they went directly to CPL. Um, after that, we didn't. We had a bit of a break. Guys who weren't involved in ICL, Uh and they, we, we rejoined to go to New Zealand. So I mean, we've had kind of scattered sessions with with, with bubbles. So, I mean, it has been a lot easier, but for for the likes of persons like myself who's who's been on the road playing other leagues and stuff, it then becomes a hassle. It then becomes very very difficult. Uh, that's I guess that's when the conversation needs to be had in trying to manage players and the and mental health. And maybe for us as well, we may have to look at. Missing one or two tournaments just to keep that, keep your sanity, keep your keep yourself fresh, keep your body body fresh as well too. But I mean, I, I am pretty confident that we can roll out um, safe by secure bubbles uh, for the for the international schedule. And so far in the in the region, the bubbles that I've been in have have been pretty safe to me. Um, the CPR bubble has been very safe, and this one here in Antigua so far. It hasn't been has been too bad. Um, we're still working through different logistical issues, but I, I'm more than confident that we can get it all sorted out. But mm-hmm. in terms of international scheduling, uh, I, I think I think everything should go ahead as planned once we continue to do what
6: we're doing. Below
5: mm-hmm. um, yeah. you are good. Yeah, yeah, I
6: want to pose. I want to pose a question to Trevor. obviously, Yeah, sure? Uh-huh. Yeah, he obviously. I want to talk, speak to him about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. If there's any uh, talk in Guyana
1: mm-hmm. uh,
6: about. Uh, the, the cricketers who are contracted because I, I am a big believer that that the, the franchises that explore the medical teams mm-hmm. particularly cricket west indies and um, in really and collaboration with the local franchises should mm-hmm. explore the possibility of getting the vaccine for those players who are contracted and those players who are contracted but either have to consent to having the vaccine how do you feel if the guy the cricket board say look uh, you're a mm-hmm. contracted player, and we're going to offer you this vaccine. But give you the full story mm-hmm. behind the vaccine. How would you feel, if it, would you take it to try to eliminate some of these problems?
7: I mean, um, first, let me speak on, um, you know, um, having the vaccine t- 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 taken to players. I mean, um, I think it's something good and something that, you know, we should look into mm-hmm. as players. Um, obviously, this um, COVID situation is very serious. You know, um, a lot of life has been lost, you know, a like, lot Things going on in the world concerning COVID and um, the vaccine being implemented for, the, for, for people around the world. I mean, if the West Needs board look into it or or local board look into it and say, oh "Players, we need to take it." I don't see why mm-hmm. um, contracted players should refuse it. I mean, if, if it's something that we're looking forward to to help players and you know just eliminate them with COVID, mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that we should do. or should think about as a player. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I would I would do it. I would take it. I don't have a problem. I mean, if you look in America, um, the vaccine has already been implemented and people have been taking it, you know, um, the, the president and, you know, other, other important people have um, been mm. taking the vaccine. And, mm. you know, so far, nothing has been sent to Guyana as yet concerning the vaccine, but um,
6: probably looking forward to it. And once it's here, then let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I've my vaccine here in England. In the next, Another two or three weeks I should be able to oh, you... get my vaccine.
4: Philly, you're going to get a vaccine, Philo? Yeah, I'm on the are NHS
6: you, list, Andrew. Mm, are you sure, get of that fellow? Are you yeah, sure, I fellow? I have to take it. Have mm. you, you spoken to Boris Johnson?
4: Have you spoken to Johnson? Maybe the, the Johnson? house
6: is going to get her this week, so I have to get <laughs>
4: mine as well, Andrew. Please Indeed. But well, tra- right? they're not going to keep you too much longer there, Trevon, because I know that you are in <laughs> quarantine. How much longer are you going to be in quarantine, Trevon? Um,
7: next week, Monday, I I take another test on oh, the Monday morning.
4: This seems to be more than 14 days. <laughs> <not> 14 <days. laughs> exactly 14 <laughs> days. All right. And, and, yeah. and you, and you simply can't wait to get out of this quarantine. Huh? It must be rough. Yeah.
7: I mean, I mean, like it, it's kind of frustrating, but um, it's just um, it's just part of life. man. you just got to be mentally strong. Right. You know, and just accept the situation and just mm. look forward. You understand?
4: Just just before you go, stay with us, Jason. We're gonna open the lines. We got um good old Wendell Coppin, who seems to be the manager for life. Uh, in in the Barbados team. I thought by now they would have fired him, but he's still there. Um but he's with us of course, Jason. Uh who would have supported uh, um your 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 elevation to the job a couple of years ago. But just before you go, Trevon so you're at home, is it? you're at home um in quarantine? Yeah,
7: yeah I'm at home no yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. And, and and your family is there as well?
7: Yeah well um my mom is here but okay. um, she's like you know separated from oh, me. Oh
4: you okay so you don't even say hello to your mom? You, you, you telephone her, uh, don't you? From your bedroom. Yeah.
7: Okay. She'll always be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's <laughs> up,
4: eh? All right. So it's just you and your mom? Yeah. All right. Is she okay? I mean, is she good? I mean, is she... Is yeah,
7: she, well, so so far, it's so good. And when I'm going to um um retest, then she'll be going as well. Oh, she'll be going but, to get tested um, as
4: well, yes. Mm-hmm.
7: But so far, she's fine. She um no symptoms and everything mm. is okay. Healthy is, uh, and all these things.
4: Well, I wish you very well. When you come out of quarantine, just go to Border Market, get those pineapples. You've got the biggest <laughs> watermelons I've ever seen. You know Border Market? Oh, I know, know border board- market? I know Border Market very well. I got my pineapples there for $200 for one, and it's as big <laughs> as my head, and my head is very big. <laughs> All right. I want to thank you very much indeed, Trevon. You've got a smile yeah. as broad as, as George Stone, and we wish you well. I know it must be a very difficult period for you, and we wish you yeah. well. Have a good evening, uh, Trevon.
7: Um, yeah, thanks for having me, and have a good evening. Good night,
4: everyone. All right, good. Of, of, okay, of, of course, there's going to be some reaction from Sean Devers and, and those people who listen to the show, and um, uh, so maybe we get a big story tomorrow coming out uh, of the, this program in relation to Trevor. All right, Jason, stay with us, 4, 2, 4, 1, 7, We're going to open the lines because we want people, of course, to interact with you. It's not often that we get the West Indies captain. In fact, they say that the West Indies captain is more important than the prime minister um, um, in, in the Caribbean. And of course, uh, J.C., you may not know this, but um, this program won an award. Um, Dr. Ford <laughs> refused to tell you, although he's very much a part of it. Um, there was a, 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 an award only recently where it was yourself, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, Dr. Keith Mitchell, and of course, Mayor amor uh, I'm the Prime Minister of Barbados, who can do no wrong. Um, and uh, as a result of that program, Mason uh, and Guest actually won an award. So I want to thank you for being very much a part of that exercise. All right. Now, let's go to um, Wendell Coppin. I see him there on Zoom, Wendell. Um, and of course, we also got Franklin Rose there in Jamaica. Franklin, are you lying there? You seem to be in bed, Franklin. How are you, Frankie? Yes,
10: um Watching football, my favorite team, Man United. Andrew,
4: so. Oh yes, and, and and they won how many? I know when I left home, it was four four nil against Southampton. Only nine. It's only a foul. nine. Nine nil. Oh my golly! And I know yeah, that only. Jason And I know Jess supports West Brom. Jason, are you a football man?
9: No, I support Tottenham, Andrew, man. Oh,
4: Tottenham, what's good going team. wrong? You need to fire Mourinho. A
6: good team, a good team, No, no, oh, no,
4: Andrew. Let, let's not go there, Andrew, man. Oh, God. What's, what's happening to Tottenham, though, um, Jason? I mean, you're up and down. I'll call Mourinho tomorrow and I'll let you know, man. <laughs> All right. I'm sure he's going to say That's hello. That's a one-month team. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to say hello, Skipper. Talking with the Skipper, the manager, of the Barbados team. I, I, at one stage last day, I heard that he might have lost his job, but of course, Jason, when he went to Dan and brought the bacon home with that wonderful <laughs> victory, Wendell uh, Coppin was able to retain his job. Hello, Wendell. Nice to see you. How is Antigua, the land of the Browns? It used to be the land of the Birds, remember? Then it was the land of the Spencers. Now it's the land of the Browns, and soon to be the Coppins. How are you, Wendell? Nice to see you.
11: I'm very well, Andrew. Good evening to you. Um, and I see that you're advocating that Wendell Copping is no longer the manager of the Barbados team. No, 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 no,
4: I'm not advocating I, that at all. I, you, you want me to advocate to the nation?
11: Oh, I thought, I thought that is what you were doing. <laughs> I know you have lots of friends in, in high places. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and one one may, one may have whispered in your ear. <laughs>
4: that,
11: that is why I'm able to say that
4: Ricky Skerritt is going to be getting a challenge from a Barbadian. Have you heard anything about that, Wendell?
11: No, I haven't.
4: I haven't. <laughs> Stay clear of it. All right. No, uh, Wendell, uh, Frankie, we're going to come back to you. Good, good victory by Man United. Uh, you arrived on Sunday. How's it been in terms of um, you being a manager of Barbara? the team? Are you satisfied with the hotel and, and the general conditions? Wendell, talk to me.
11: We're not. We're not in. We're not in a hotel. We are. We are. Um. Okay. Um. A student. An apartment building, which which okay. was constructed. Hmm. Um. Medical students would normally stay here okay. um, if, if the accommodation is comfortable
1: mm-hmm.
11: um, and I'm probably not the best person to ask about accommodation because when, when i when I head out on on, mm-hmm. on any duties um, mm-hmm. the, the accommodation is the, is the last thing that i that mm-hmm. I am thinking about um, mm-hmm. predominantly i I go to do a job mm-hmm. um, the most important thing is to have clean a clean surroundings, right. um, there's, there's somewhere to sleep, it doesn't matter where it is, as long as, long as there's somewhere to sleep,
1: mm-hmm.
11: Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 have, I have access to, mm-hmm. to clean running water, electricity, right. um, and I'm fine, so, so I'm not the best person to ask in terms of, but what I must say is that, that everybody seems to be comfortable, mm-hmm. um, like everything comfortable. else, comfortable everything
4: in, else, comfortable in an apartment,
11: yeah, the same boy is comfortable. Mm. Um, what, do it's, comfortable, it's comfortable?
4: what do you mean by comfortable? What do you mean by comfortable? like I hear here on a scale of one to ten, maybe five out of the ten? Come on, talk to me, uh, Wendell. You don't well, it is comfortable. It is
11: comfortable. Very comfortable. Okay, very cool. comfortable. So, so you, um, so, and so
4: the you lane, give it five
1: out
11: and the lane is comfortable. The ricks is com- comfortable. Okay. Uh, the garrison is also comfortable. Um, <laughs> it, it is, it's a comfortable, it's comfortable accommodation.
4: It, it can pass. It can pass. Wonderful. All right. No. so everything yeah. is all right. The team arrived on Sunday, and everybody's in good spirits then, huh?
11: Yeah, and I'm happy to say that uh, mm-hmm. our first – the results from our first uh, PCR test when mm-hmm. we came in on Sunday has right. uh, just came back, and everyone – Tested negative, um, so that's that's very good news. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had our second test, mm-hmm. um, which, which, we, which which was done earlier this morning, okay. um, and, and that test will will be sent off to the lab, and hopefully
1: mm-hmm. once
11: we get that that results back, then then practice will mm-hmm. we'll start practicing. So at the moment, after this first test, it means that we are out of our rooms because we were in we were in rooms on for the majority of our. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, until the, that first test came back, mm-hmm. um, it means now that we can we can congregate, not congregate, out, out. we can we can mingle outside mm-hmm. um, in small groups. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, keeping the, um, the protocols, social distancing, Wonderful. sanitizing, cleaning mm-hmm. of hands, regular wearing of masks, those types of things. Um, so for the next, until until the second test come back, um, the mm-hmm. practice activities may um, be limited to. To just um, work here at the mm-hmm. facility,
1: mm-hmm. Um,
11: it's a it's a it's a big enough place, so you can quite easily um, run around the, the or walk around or walk around the apartment building. There's a there's mm-hmm. an adjacent field, there's a field within the compound, so mm-hmm. uh, you should be able to do you should be able to run around that field. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than likely, a strength and condition trainer uh, Alexander Ford will be looking at taking groups out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, in small groups obviously Right. Um, and, and mm-hmm. pretty much get some activities happening, some physical activities happening mm-hmm. um, before we start the basketball on, on Friday or as, as soon as those those that second test comes back
1: mm-hmm.
4: Alright, 441790 uh, you can give us a call of course if you're calling from overseas 1246 in front and certainly get involved, we also want to hear from Cricket West Indies in terms of the, their management of this and we're going to no, no doubt talk to Dominic Warren pretty, pretty soon. Let's, let me come back to you now, uh, as, as we, of course, want to talk not only Super 50, but we also want to, to talk about Bangladesh. Uh, Franklin, nice to see you again uh, with that big win there for Man United. The boys are in uh, Bangladesh. They are preparing to play battle. Jamaica time, it's 10.30. Eastern Caribbean time, 11.30. What are your expectations? Mr. Rose, you expect the Western East to win this? The whole hog is eh? Talk to me.
8: Of course. Well,
10: it's going to be tough for the boys. You know, it's uh, and some of the guys touring Bangladesh for the first time. It's a fairly new team.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: You know, so some of I'm a little bit concerned because some of the guys who are replacing some of the guys, Mm -hmm. some of the senior players, Mm -hmm. who are going to be playing in those home series. So, for example, so Ambrose is playing in a test match and he's injured. Right. And I replace Ambrose. I'm going to go in that game with a mindset. It doesn't matter if I get wicked or not. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not going to play in upcoming series. And I think this is going to affect some of the new players going into the team.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: I'm hoping it's not affecting, the, it won't affect their performance, but um, I think some of them are going to go in the game, going to go into this test match with that mindset. It doesn't matter if I perform or not, okay. mm. because when those guys come back, these guys are going to get back their game. So it's a sad situation for some of these guys Mm -hmm. going to be playing in this test match. I'm not sure what team they're going to pick for the first test, but hopefully they're strong enough to go in the game with this mindset. You know, don't think about the upcoming series. You know, if you're a bowler, go try and get some wicket. If you're a batsman, go try and make some runs. So, you know... But I would love for them to beat Bangladesh, you know, to you know, we need we need to be winning to get mm-hmm. back on top of yep, cricket, yep, yep, yep. world cricket. And Bangladesh, I think is the easiest chance, one of the weak the weakest test team in the world. So this is a great opportunity
1: mm-hmm.
10: to bounce back. But at the same time it's gonna to be tough in Bangladesh. So and again, I'm a little bit concerned with John Campbell's strike rate in those warm-up games. Oh, you know, 60 at 70. Mm. And is he going to be batting the same in these Test matches? Mm. Is he going to adjust his um, batting? Mm-hmm. Is the Test mentality going to affect his, you know, stop him from playing shots?
1: Mm-hmm.
10: You know, you know, if you follow the, the couple of warm-up game. His strike rate has been over 60. Okay. How I many batsmen with um 60 of strike rate in the in a okay. test match. So I would love to see him try and calm down a bit and try and bat for one two days, okay. one or two days as a opening batsman. You know, so that's my concern for John Campbell. Okay.
4: All right. Well Frankie, thanks um very much just to stay with us. Um of course we, we open the lines 441790. Let us come back to you now, Jason. Dominic Warren has joined us because we also want to know about the whole question of, of how things are looking. I uh, note you're interested the West Indies. They've got a big, big contract now um, in terms of that big five year deal, lots of money. So you never know, Jason, you may get your full salary back pretty soon. Um, but let's uh, look at cricket in the Caribbean. You've been around for about eight years now, you've been captain for about five. Um, can you put your finger on it, Jason, as to why you think that we are performing so poorly? What do we have to do? The expectation from the players and from cricket West Indies.
9: Um, Andrew, I guess it is something that we all need to sit down and analyze, man. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. You know, number of people have commented on West Indies cricket over the last two decades. And it's not it's not recently where think cricket has been struggling. Um, and I when I say struggling, struggling for consistency. That is. Yeah,
1: right. you know,
9: you know, we've had we have had success, but we haven't had success over a period of time. Um, look, we we just we just look. I, I've had the opportunity to play cricket in Australia. I've had the opportunity, and when I say I mean domestic cricket, domestic mm. cricket in Australia, domestic cricket in, in England, for example. And the systems they have in place um, to me are very very reliable systems. Um, and we we are not to that point yet. Um, and to the cre- credit of cricket West Indies, you know, I think they've been doing a remarkable job in trying to get the system of West Indies cricket up to that standard. Um, you look at the systems that, for instance, India have. You now they've got a far bigger pool of financial resources than we have in the Caribbean, but they've been able to put serious structures in place. and I've been to India a number of times, and I mean they've got wonderful systems. They've got Good. They've got um, various facilities as well too, academies. They've got a whole host of things really, really can really harness and develop the talent. And it's no secret that Idea Cricket has, has really pushed India Cricket into the direction that it's gone now for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us to get there, I think we've got we've to look to, to find ways way to, to get similar systems in place. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed with the, fr- the, franchise, the franchise cricket at present. Um, I just think the franchise cricket needs to, sleep. The, the, whole, the whole outlook and the whole standard cricket in franchise cricket needs to improve.
2: Mm-hmm. But
9: it can only improve when we get uh, a little, a few more structured programs in place for each, each and every individual player. Um, we need, our players need coaching. You know, you look at a lot of our players, we're not there technically. Uh, I don't think we're there mentally as well too. Uh, and these are things that I think need to be implemented from a very young age. It it, it can't wait till we get onto the international circuit for it to happen. It can't wait till we get to that franchise level to to have like some something the basic of the game, you know, covered. So I think our development structures need to definitely improve and we need to put a little bit more emphasis there. Uh, I think too many players are being caught at international level because they just don't have that general that general background or that, 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 that little general base in the game covered. Uh, I, I played again, cricket in England, play count cricket, and, and, and the systems they have in place are, are really, really good in terms of those development structures. You know, people are in counties at a very, very young age, and they come straight through, through the program. Uh, we don't have similar structures here. Um, likewise, in, in Australia, and I just went to Australia to play the Big Bash, and I've, I've obviously played international cricket there, and, and the structures they have are, are very, very good. Um, Look, it's not an easy fix. It's not an easy fix. Our, our, our cricket is, is at a stage where it needs money. It needs money to help put the systems in place that we need to develop it. And quite frankly, we don't have that, that those financial resources. So it's, it's, it's always the case where you have, for instance, the franchise system, which is when it, at the inception of it was supposed to be self-sustained by the franchises after the cricket board gave the initial uh, financial capital injection. But obviously, because of how the, the, the market is here in the Caribbean, the, the franchises haven't been able to sustain themselves. And there's always been a burden back on the cricket board. The cricket board has had to inject all the cash into the, into the franchise system. So it, it hasn't rolled out, I guess, the way we had envisioned. And, and it, it definitely needs a, a, a massive tweak. And I've always said it, for our, our cricket to, to start to show those signs of improvement, where our, the, the level underneath has to improve. Mm-hmm. So our franchise system, our, our first-class cricket, our List cricket, our domestic T20 cricket, our, our, our youth tournaments—the whole standard of that look of that cricket has to improve. Uh, and, and to me, until we get that 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 cricket headed in the right directions and the systems in place there, to me is only when you can see consistent performances at the international level.
6: Mm-hmm. Doc? but Jason, I hope that uh, Andrew, if you don't mind, what you say makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I. I, I I'm a big advocate that we have a director of cricket, James Adams, and I hope that you will convey some of your thoughts in Mm. letters to him. Mm, Because I think that what you're doing, you're hitting the nail on the head. Our cricket needs to be better at the junior level in order for it to be good at the top. Mm. If it's not good at the bottom, we can't get anything at the top, and that's what we're seeing at the moment. So even if we pick reserve players, we're still going to struggle because the systems are not there in relation to developing our players. Mm -hmm. And and I do hope that James takes some, some kind to have some words with you outside of, of 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 the cricket just to get your thoughts and feedback on where you think all cricket should be going because you're a West this test match captain so you should have an input in how you see all cricket should be going up the franchise system it's supposed to be working and it's not and you know you have ideas I think you should share them before a director of cricket some way somehow it, it shouldn't take anything off of you and he shouldn't say there's anything below him it's just adding helping him to, to try to better all cricket as well and for the end I would like to know Um, obviously you said you're, you're in, a, in a in a in an apartment. Is Barbados the only team there mm-hmm. in that apartment?
11: Uh, I forgot the name you. Oh, there, yeah, there, two. There, are two, there, there, are two, apartment blocks being utilized, um, for the six for the six national, uh, territories. Um, we're sharing with the Windward Islands and Jamaica. Um, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a big enough facility. So that, that that all of us are housed um, and as I say again comfortably mm-hmm. uh, there is there is no 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 close contact. Each person has their own living quarters yeah, yeah. Um, so so uh, so the players that are sharing rooms mm-hmm. um, have, have they they're in a two bedroom apartment almost just like a two bedroom flat. Um, and, and like I said, it, it, it's, it's just where most of the medical students or some of the medical students that, 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 that live here in Antigua, that come to school here in Antigua, that is where they are housed. Uh, so, so the amenities are within the facility itself is, is very comfortable.
6: At Vandal, obviously, you've been manager for a little while. And now you've, you're, you've been blessed, for, or you have a new coach, a new head coach, a personal friend of mine, but two, two Princess Margaret, two former Princess Margaret students. How is that relationship going to be? or How is the relationship going with Dexter Topin as your new head coach and yourself? And obviously with Corey Cullum as well, who's the, the assistant
11: coach? Well, First of all, it's, it's about people understanding their roles. Wendell Coppin is not, not the coach. Whether or not I can coach mm-hmm. um, has the capability of coaching, know anything about coaching, my job is not to coach. So therefore, I don't get involved in anything where coaching is concerned. Uh, my job is is manager, and and Dexter allow me to do the managerial duties, and therefore he does not get involved in managerial duties. Um, and and as a result of that, mm. uh, our relationship. Jason Holder is captain, and he deals with the players on field, and he doesn't get involved in coaching. Neither does he get involved in managerial duties. So the fact of the matter is, the entire team is working exceedingly well. Um, We all know our role. Jason manages the cricket on the field. Dexter manages the coaching and support Jason on the field. And I manage the overall apparatus in terms of making sure that everything is healthy.
6: Okay, just... Dr. uh, King is healthy. uh,
11: Who's this? We are all healthy.
6: Oh, oh, wonderful.
4: Wonderful. Wonderful indeed. All right. um, 441790, you can give us a call and participate in the program. It's good to have... Uh, my very good friend, Philo Wallace, snuggled away there um, in England. We've got Franklin Rose, who looks very comfortable in that big, big house in Red Hills there uh, in Jamaica. I understand he also has a house in Clarendon. And, of course, uh, we've got Wendell Coppin, who is in an apartment there um, there in, in, um, in Antigua. I thought he might have been at the St. James Beach Hotel um, there, but, of course, he'll get there eventually. And, of course, Jason Holder, uh, who is in that apartment as well. We got a call. When we come back, of course, we're going to uh, talk, of course, to Dominic Warren. Can we take the first call? Hello, welcome, Mason and guests.
10: Mr. Mason, good night. Good night. How are you, sir?
4: Mm-hmm. I, I, am I, I'm, I'm good. How are you?
10: I am keeping quiet, Mr. Mason.
4: Yes, good. What do you have to share with us this evening?
10: Well, I just call you to tell you I wish Wesley is all the best. Right. And my, my thing tonight with him
4: Mm.
8: I
10: don't feel they will win the game.
4: You, you don't feel they'll win?
10: No, because West Indies like to play on the back foot too much. They,
4: they like to play on the back foot? Yes. Mm.
10: And they just trap.
4: Oh, I see. And
10: they got to learn to stop playing on the back foot.
4: Oh, playing. on the back foot.
10: If you if you, if you look at Mamadoula or um, Shakir, mm. look at how these men just play.
0: What I'm saying, Mr. Mason, right. they're playing on the back for too much. They're playing on the, the back way, for too much, back. yes. So I wish
4: them well, mm-hmm. but I don't feel they will win the game. You don't feel they will win the game? No. Feed, no. feed, feed, and, your, feed your faith and doubt will starve to death. And Mr. Mason, you Can you have? write that down, sir? Feed your faith and doubt will starve to death.
0: Well, that ain't
4: say nothing to me. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> sure. but, 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 you know, if I could have said that in Solution part, why would have? I want to thank you for calling us. And enjoy the rest of your evening. Of course, that is our friend Stan We're going to take one other call before we go to our good friend Dominique, whose smile is as broad as the apartment that the Barbados team is staying in. Hello, welcome, missing and guests. Good night,
8: Mr. Mayor, sir.
4: How are you? You've got Jason Holder. You've got Dominique Warren. You've got Franklin yes. Rose there um, in right. Jamaica, the, the, the yes. mayor of Jamaica. And, of yes. course, you've got Wendell Coppin, who
1: uh,
4: quite amazingly holds on to his job as manager of the Barbados team. You have got fellow Wallace who snuggled away in England, of course, Doctor Andrew Ford, who's in his study. What do you have to share with us?
8: I want to tell you something, Mr. Mayor. Yes.
4: Call me Andrew. Andrew. I, I feel so old, although I'm getting old.
8: Well when I call you this case. Yes. And you got my dog a any person. Yes. You see the West Indies side that went to New Zealand? Yes. That side could be north for a different side in the seven keys and oh, 80s. okay. You say that a jazz player you knock out matches and banner guys. Yes. No side. means oh. like oh, me. Are I mean,
4: you sure are you are you serious about that? That's not true. That's not true. Mm.
8: And you keep on using this word war baby boys. No
4: listen no 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 big big guns, big guns. Uh quote me correctly, big guns. <laughs>
8: the big guys in the, the side. All is players.
4: Oh, dear me. Oh, dear and me. It
8: It's a little bit harsh. It's harsh. anybody that works for us cricket. in right. Seven keys and eight
4: Right, players, right. The team is very strong, huh?
8: Look mm-hmm. okay, here. Uh, I wish all the boys, all the... Uh, cricket is it is so poor in the West City. We can't right. get a commentary. We can't here see nothing. So, you well, know...
4: Well, of course, um, and, and perhaps it's a nice segment to bring in Dominique Warren now. Uh, Dominic, good evening to you. The, the call is saying that uh, in relation to Bangladesh, um, would there be, of course, coverage on, on, on TV? And, of course, you want to talk Super 50. Nice to see you. How are you, I'm Dominique Warren of Cricket West Indies?
12: Good evening, everyone. Uh, yeah, the uh, Bangladesh series is being covered. Flow Sports have got it. Right. Um, and they're actually sharing some highlights with us on the Windy's Cricket website but. Flow uh, sports. I think they featured the um, the ODIs as well. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, the uh, the ODIs as well as a test. So it will be viewable if you've got Flow, um, and if not, you can go onto the Windows Cricket website or the Windows Cricket YouTube page and mm-hmm. and watch the highlights if you don't have access to Flow.
4: Mm. And now, in terms of the Super, uh, mm-hmm. the Super Fifty, which starts on Sunday. Is Cricket West Indies up and running? Any concerns, nominee? Yeah, if we're not up and running
12: now, we're all in trouble. Oh, um, yeah. I'm glad to see uh, <laughs> glad to see Jay, uh, Jason's name on the list, and glad to hear that the Barbados guys have arrived. Uh, that's it's mm. good that you're alive and well, so that's one less thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but we're we're excited. It's been an immense effort um, to get this off the ground. You know, Jason knows what it's been like as he traveled the world with the West Indies and and doing T20 in terms of the processes that go in place for these bubbles. Um, It's the first time in six or seven months that we've had one since the the CPL. The knowledge is really good. Um, It's still down to individuals to help out, but it's going to be a really exciting CG Insurance Super 50 Cup. You've got six big rivals. You've got a brilliant mix of senior players mm. playing in the Super 50 for the first time in a long time and a lot of the young guns, mm. to, some of whom have cemented their places in the teams who won the last Super 50 uh, with the West Indies emerging players. players. Um, you've got a lot of effort that's gone into it and a lot of support from sponsors and it's going to be on the TV, on ESPN Caribbean and on the radio of course, so there's going to be radio coverage of all the games live uh, and streams as well. So the fact that there hasn't been cricket in the Caribbean for such a long time, we're hoping that it's going to be a, a wonderful festival of cricket to see everyone getting ready. What's essentially going to be beyond these big rivalries, it's also the start of a journey that I'm sure Jason will be aware of in terms of building up to the World Cup in 2023. So, um, you know, that that opportunity to be up for selection amongst those who want to cement a place and, and, and those who want to try and grab a place in the squad in terms of a big world cup that's going to come in 3 years time and you know I'm I'm sure all of the players want to take part in that because uh there's a lot of unfinished business for the West Indies and we've generally excited the world when we when we played in that tournament mm-hmm.
4: Doc? Uh,
5: okay well i of course i have a question for jason but i'm going to go back to dominique because i don't want to uh to burden jason with too many questions but uh dominique you, you're rolling out a series of uh, agreements uh, as it re- relates to rights and things that are very important to the to the economic life of, of Cricket West Indies uh, yep. these these various uh, things help to showcase what's happening in the Caribbean and the, the the I guess the health of our team how important do you think it will be in the future as you have these agreements and future agreements for the product the West Indian teams to perform creditably for the viewers to have an interest to, to build and to make these arrangements stronger in the future. I think f- fundamentally everyone wants to see great cricket.
12: Um, you know, and if you're into golf people want to see great golf and want to see good football, if you're into football, that, that's what uh, the stations are are buying and investing in. They make significant multi-million dollar, sometimes multi-billion dollar investments into being able to showcase the best of sport. It's pretty much the one thing now that people will sit down to watch on TV with so much of TV going to Netflix and watching on social media. People want to see heroes. People still want to see amazing emotions. Um, Want to see that great catch or that brilliant crowd reaction. Um, And if you look back at the test matches against England, If you look at some of the victories uh, we've had in recent years, they are still, and even when we lose, it's still exciting cricket. You know, you can only have two winners, but you can only have one winner. So, um, you know, everyone knows that in sport. It's the jeopardy of sport. But people love West Indies cricket around the world. It's one of the things that we are able to get more revenue than we otherwise should because of the history of West Indies cricket and because of the talent that's in West, cricket, West Indies Cricket now. Um, and I think Dr. 4G said something about ex- exporting and expressing the health. One of the key things we try to do, cricket's probably one of the biggest exports of the region we can take to the world. Um, and if it's in rude health, it brings a lot in economically, but even more in terms of morale, good spirit, and just getting the people excited. When you're not, lose, when you're not winning, yeah, it's tough for everyone, but, you know, everyone tries hard. These these players are going out, trying their best. You know, they've got not a weight of expectation, but a weight of a lot of love and excitement behind them. And when it doesn't happen, it's one of those things. Sometimes it's, the, you know, a millimeter on a, on a seam uh, at the edge of the bat. That's what sport's all about. But fundamentally, we've got a great product. People excited. There's lots of young talent. You can see people bidding for this talent in the IPL with the likes as Sheldon Cottrell, Nicholas Poran, Jason himself, who's done brilliantly this year in, in terms of the IPL. People want our players, and they want the West Indies product, and it's up to everyone collectively to make the most of it and back it and give it the best chance of success, and that's what the broadcast does as a key element.
5: I think Jason has simplified the life cycle of, of uh, cricket, because he mentioned uh, developmental methods. He mentioned uh, facilities and how that develops the product, and also the linkage between the product success and the money that's needed. And he mentioned the need for for money in order to to really catapult us to get the structures that we need to improve the players. Jason, you've been an under-19 player, and now you've been a senior player for some time. You've had almost a decade in the system. How would you describe the... The developmental uh, opportunities and the and the facilities and everything that goes into making a cricketer over that time. Are you seeing a progression of improvement in what's needed to make an international cricketer when you look back from being a youngster to to now?
9: Um, it's a tough question. Um, I think I've seen spurts of it, but consistently over. Uh, my my tenure of the playing international career, I can't say it's consistently and gradually improved. Improve. It has fluctuated. Where we had, I believe, we've had some and periods where we are showing signs of improvement, and then for whatever reason, it stopped or it curtails and then you know it picks back up. Um, and and that's down to a number of reasons. You know, we've had a change in in administration quite a few times. Coaches, um, and when I want to say coaches, coaches along with staff. Um, and then obviously the implementation of the, the franchise system was obviously rolled out in my time, um, moving away from the normal territorial-based tournament. So, I mean, these are things that I think take time to actually reap the rewards and benefits of. Um, what I would say is that we are not there financially to have those that financial resources around us to, to keep improving it, keep investing into it, to build it. Um, however, I still think that we could have probably utilize our finances into the system a bit better, um, and, and, and we could be a, a little bit further than we possibly are at the moment. But again, when you have change in administration, it comes with change in plans, and, and it's not often everything that was implemented by the previous administration is carried out the way it was, or, or the same way people went out there on their own way and styles of doing things. So. It, it, it then it then brings a, a different dynamic, but overall, I, I think if we could get some stability uh, around in terms of in terms of the the actual personnel when it comes to the administrators, and giving them a fair chance to implement their systems, um, I, I think then we we could we could continue will continuously see some gradual improvement. But again, I've played for Weston now in the last, well, I started in 2012 and 2021, 20, nine years now. Um, and I've I've seen quite a few coaches. You know, I've had, you know, we sit down often in, in, in a dress room and we remark on how many coaches have been through the system um, mm-hmm. since I've been there. You know, we've seen different directors of um, cricket. You know, we've seen changes within the franchise structures on numerous occasions. So it's never really been that stability and consistency. Uh, and every single time something, someone new comes in, you know, they have their own way of doing things. But What I've seen here now in terms of the franchise system, I think is a very, very good initiative, but we just need to continue to have a a hold on it, invest in it, hopefully some of the franchises to go and and seek their own financial support to help build their personal franchise in order for the entire package to benefit and grow.
5: Mm. Well, it it may be an indelicate question. I'm willing to withdraw it if if you see that as being necessary, but I'll, I'll ask you... Uh, a question with all that experience. Uh, can you tell us which of the coaches, which, <laughs> which coaches have challenged and you no, feel have made that. the biggest impact on the development of the international uh, squads that you've been in over the over the time that you've been exposed to it? Um, look,
9: I try. I try to think of the best way to answer this question. Um <laughs> we, we we we've had we've had a few coaches as I said before, and I, and every coach will have their own way of doing things. Um some players would say that they like X courts, you know, some players would say that they like Y courts better than X. And you can't get away from that personal opinion, you know. People gravitate towards people who they feel comfortable with. Um and I think if you ask individual players, you know they will have their preferences in terms of you know which coach the coaches they liked and which coach they had you know um better relationships with um again over a period of time, I always ask people how do they gauge and judge coaches you know and i I think when well, we the way we look at things in the caribbean and, and and in the world we look at results um so I guess the only fair way to judge a cricketer is based on his performances. If 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 you're judged as a doctor, I mean you're judged on your on your, your track record. You know people are judged on their track record and their performance. So, I mean if that's the way that that everybody's critiqued uh, and examined, then I guess the coaches would would have to be have to go through the same process. So,
1: mm-hmm. in
9: terms of track record, I, I'm not sure the exact track record of of each individual coach's coached in my tenure, but I would say that's a fair gauge to to. to, to um, to see who's
4: had success and who's done a reasonable job in the post. Just just as a follow-up question uh, to you, Jason, um, and you did it very well. I'm sure that Mayor Mortley may be asking you to run in the next election. Um, You're (laughs) absolutely absolutely brilliant uh, in terms of uh, answering the question. Oh, my my golly. Uh, He's a big gun, isn't he? Uh, I just want to ask the question, Jason, do you have a good relationship with CWI? Is that a reasonable question?
9: Um. Yeah, I. You I do, feel as to you, well have, you haven't hated have, though have, lately. No, Andrew, okay, well. like great, to think about things. I don't like. I don't. You great. you you ask me a question <laughs> and you want to tell me when to answer it and sure. how to answer.
4: My my apologies. I, bis- I withdraw. I withdraw. Yes, but you've got to. You're go my. You're, to my, you're, my you're, you're my. friend, Andrew. Man. Yeah, I, I think you're <laughs> you a little bad trying to treat me at the moment. Sorry about that. But, <laughs> yes, talk to me.
9: Yeah. Look, I I I I get along with 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 everyone. Um. My thing is. As a, as a, I'm I'm a fan first, you know. Yeah, I'm cool. obviously a player, but I'm a fan first. And look, if I had to sit there and say uh, I'm I'm happy with the performances of West Indies cricket over the last couple of years, I I, I and I and I just had to say it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be crazy. Okay. You know, we have not been good enough. We have not been good enough consistently. I, I, what I would say though is is when you look at, for instance, the Test team, mm-hmm. um, uh, and the Test team, I sure I I thought I was heading in the right direction, and we were showing really good signs of 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 progression. You know, I was really disappointed in New Zealand. I think this New Zealand was a very, very disappointing tour, and and I was really, really frustrated and and disappointed after that performance because the last time we went to New Zealand, uh, we were totally outplayed, and we pretty much took the same the same guys there, and again we were totally outplayed again. And I felt when when you have a, a three-year break in between mm. two series in, in one place you know, we should have done a lot better in New Zealand. There's no excuse for the performance that we put out in in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Now, we can sit back and critique it and, and, and try to pinpoint where is uh, our, our reasons for, for the performance. Mm-hmm. And again, everybody have their different opinions. Um, going back to your question, because I kind of drifted into that, yeah. I, I, I think my my contribution to to Western is great. I still think I have a massive contribu- contribution to make. But I, I feel as though it becomes a lot more difficult when... We put in performances like that, you know. I, I'm all, obviously the captain. the say, or the test side, that is, and you know, you're on the, the microscope and you're criticised for the performance of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could, I could stand up and be accountable for it. You know, I, I, it doesn't move me. Yourself, um, tons of people have always made their remarks. You know, I heard, mm-hmm. I heard you had Andy Roberts on the programme. Oh, and Andy
4: Robert, Andy Roberts was scathing last week. I, I'm, I'm sure someone told you. Did you see the article? Yeah, it was all over I, the papers.
9: I don't follow Andrew to be honest, but okay. you know people will come and yeah, say definitely. people will come to me and yeah. say well yeah. you know yeah. X Y Z. But mm. look, my disappointment with people like Andrew, with, with with people like Andrew Roberts, and I respect them mm. for what they've contributed to, to the game. But I mean, as as former former players who've done so well, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm sure that they all have positive contributions to make to West Indies cricket. But why why go on these platforms these these platforms and and constantly criticize? And degrade the product
1: mm-hmm.
9: uh, of West Indies cricket. You know, I feel as though a lot of the time when you have the, the, the former legends um, comment on West Indies cricket, 99% of the time is negative. Mm-hmm. And then when it is an opportunity for for, for them to, to to give to give um, encouragement or, or to actually congratulate players it is almost like the are trying to pick, pick, the, pick the teeth to, to find the words to say. It. It's like it's a hard thing to do. Mm. And I think as a, as, a, as a society in the Caribbean, we, we find it so easy to criticize people. We always know the problem. But when you ask for the solutions, it, 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 is, it is mind-boggling, you know? And know people often struggle to find the solutions. Now, everybody's entitled to their printers. as I always say. And the legends who play the game, again, I respect every single one of them and their contribution. But I think they could do a lot more into opening up that relationship with players. Now from the, from sure. where he sit. Lots mm-hmm. of players, lots of players thrown upon speaking to the legends because a lot of them talk and criticize them so much that they 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 are not even approachable. So you, you you would often say, Well, we want X to be to be a part of West cricket because he's had success in the past. But then when you ask about our personal relationship our right, interpersonal relationship between the player and, 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 and the and and the legend, it is Far in between. I mean, you sit, you sit down. we criticize daily, and we know we're not. We, we know we haven't been the great, the greatest side. We know we haven't hey, been. Hey, look cricket. at
0: you
10: stepping out, in the
4: Yeah, continue.
9: Yeah,
10: mm-hmm. we know we haven't been playing the, the,
9: the best cricket, but for me, it would, it would warm my heart to sit and have a com- conversation with Andy Roberts, and I'd be quite open to have the conversation with Andy Roberts. But mm-hmm. it's always a situation where you sit back and you read an article, somebody <laughs> sends you a tweet somebody sends you an extract from, from, mm-hmm. from, a, from a, a, a radio program. And Austin is always being critical towards the current crop. So I would prefer, well, Andy, you, you're entitled to say what you want to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: I, and you, you have all rights, but pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. you know, get in contact. Offer that support. And, and and I could say that for a number of other past players who've played the game. And again, I, I take nothing away from what they've achieved. They, they're all brilliant players. They've got the record to prove it. You know and and their contributions to West Indies have been outstanding, but I think they need to do a lot better in terms of trying to build the relationship with current players and I think they've got a lot to contribute to West Indies cricket mm-hmm. uh, and for whatever reason, I don't know where there's always a standoff between the past players and the current players, but I know for instance when i when I talk to players currently, they don't want to see half of the legends because they are so critical of them, okay. and then there's a case where when we see when we see them. Is not a case where a lot of them are, are approachable and, and you,
4: and you reach to them. Ooh, that's a very interesting comment. Uh, I,
9: think I, 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 I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw Philo had something like to ask, so I don't know if yeah. Philo, Philo. Yeah,
6: I, 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 I'm a, I'm a fan of Sir Andy Roberts. We speak daily, mm. and mm. I don't think he's criticising the players. Yeah, we speak daily. He calls me every day, Andrew. That's mm. what daily means. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he criticises the players.
1: <laughs> well, I that, think I think
6: Sir I like Andy is so. I he's so <laughs> passionate about West Indies cricket. <laughs> he stopped, I must offer a belated, birthday, belated yes. birthday greetings to him as well. Yes. He turned 70 this week. And I think that he will reach out seeing that you are there in Antigua. I, I made a suggestion to, to Cricket West Indies. Maybe it right. came a little late that say that the six franchises are in Antigua for this Super 50 Cup, that they should have reached out to six former greats in Antigua and have them assigned to each franchise. Mm. And I was told it's too late because of protocols, but there's something called Zoom.
1: Yes. And maybe you could
6: get the interaction to Zoom if they can't get into the bubble now. Okay. And these are things that we need to work on, saying that the players are so withdrawn from our greats because they see the greats as criticizing. I think the players need to embrace, talk to the greats and get to understand why they're so aggressive towards performances. I think they're accustomed to... To see West Indies cricket of such mm. a high standard that to see the present crop before the talent not producing it hurts. Mm. And I think that Sir Andy is hurt because of what he's seen mm. and what he has put in and contributed to West Indies cricket. So don't, I don't really take his criticism. Mm. I, I, I just think he just, he's just passionate and wants to see West Indies cricket rise again. Yeah, and mm. he wants to get involved. Mm. And I think that. You should reach out to him, right? And, and he would speak to you. He's that kind of man. He would speak to you, and he would tell you. Well, fellow,
4: fellow, you speak back. you speak to him daily. Um, can you yes, can, can you arrange to have Sir Andy you Roberts? Uh, well, he doesn't call me. He doesn't call me daily. Um, maybe he will call me weekly. But can you arrange to have Sir Andy Roberts speak to your captain Jason Holder? You have got that influence, fellow. You're a big gun.
6: Can you arrange it? No I'm, no, I'm no big gun, Andrew. I don't like guns.
1: <laughs> I, I think
6: that they're all for the development of West Indies right, cricket. Right. And I think that when we, look at, when we look at West Indies cricket, our former greats have, have a, a have contribution a to make. Right. Uh, and I think, that, I think that the bridge, that bridge, they have to mend that bridge mm-hmm. because there's, cer- there's certainly a gap in it. Mm-hmm. And they need to mend that bridge somehow, somewhere. And right now in Antigua, mm-hmm. I think that is where they can start to look to mend that bridge.
5: Mm-hmm. I think so, you're, you're talking yeah. about a dialogue, a dialogue deficit where uh, the all the greats want to make a contribution to cricket. The present players are involved and, and also want to be heard, and I believe should be dialogued with, with the board as far as various changes are concerned. Mm. Uh, for example, uh, 10 players opting out of the tour. I think if there was good dialogue, I think the board would have known and would have been able to adjust and pivot uh, for this tour better. But maybe there's a time for a get-together of the present mm. and the cricketers in one big forum that you guys could have wide-ranging discussions about West Indies cricket over a period of time. Mm. Uh, I think that's something that's really necessary, that you get everybody together. It could be on Zoom, it could be mm. on any other forum, but mm. uh, I'm sure Franklin would like to be involved in it, and all the others, and all the present players, you can break right. the ice, and maybe mm. the each side could mm. understand the, the pressures of being where the present ones are versus where the past ones are. Fra- fra- and, fra- and maybe journalists Mm. and even journalists because journalists are are critics of 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 cricket as it is now and reflective of the nostalgic Mm. days of the past so I I think the group has to get together and a time has to come Mm. when Cricket West Indies is at home for a tour and there's a there's a team that's visiting and and our Mm. our journalists and everyone starts to put pressure on the visitors that. And and do that rather than be under yeah, pressure
4: on our Right. Okay. Let, let's get let's let's get is, is it, yeah. Okay. Let's get a reaction right, quickly right. from Franklin Rose. And of course, um, okay. I know that Dominic Warren has been um, making notes. He's going to be speaking to Ricky Skerritt um, and of course uh, to Johnny Graves, his boss. He's made some very important notes. So let's hear from Franklin Rose, the Jamaican, and then of course we're going to come to Dominic Warren, Frankie. So,
8: (laughs) yes, Andrew, um,
10: anyway, first of all, I'm the biggest supporter of Westernist cricket. Yes. When I was in New Zealand and the Westernist team toured there, I went in my pocket Mm. and posed the Westernist team. I think Jason was the captain, right, Jason? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, to welcome the players, you know. You know, let them feel welcome at home, some Caribbean food, some yeah. Caribbean music, mm. you know, get the Caribbean community come and, you know, enjoy themselves around these guys. And, you this know, the guys felt very welcome at home. And, you know,
1: mm.
10: they played some good cricket. You know, unfortunately, New Zealand had a tough team at that time. So. Sorry,
9: sorry, Frank, I, <laughs> sorry. Frank Frankie was a captain at that time at that time. I remember the tour in New Zealand in, in Auckland.
1: Mm.
10: I
9: wasn't captain at that time, but I was in
10: the team. Yeah. So you know, I'm disappointed with what Jason said about um Andrew. Um is it Sir Andy? Yes, yes, Sir, Andy, yes. Sir Andy Roberts. Yes. Um, yes. I think he's right. well fellow defending Sir Andy, you know, I think he's been biased because they're friends. Oh, right? dear. You know?
6: No, there's no bias left in my comments, my friend. Well, they speak daily. They speak daily. They speak daily, don't they? I thought it was already, actually.
4: Yes. No, not already. already. <laughs> talk, to, talk to me, Frankie.
10: Yeah, we're all passionate about the game, and we're all disappointed with the performance of Western's cricket. But, you know, it seems as if some of the past players mm. lived to see the guys fail Ooh. and then criticize.
4: Oh, that's a big company. We should be
10: supporting the guys, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Give them a call. Give them a text message. Send a few words of encouragement. You know, when I used to play, Malcolm Marshall was my coach. And I was honored to be a part of that team, you know. So what I would do, I would always try to impress as a fast bowler, you know, impress the the great Malcolm Marshall. And I think if these past players Mm. will pick up their phone and send a few messages, words of encouragement to these guys. Mm. I think it plays a big part Mm -hmm. to encourage and influence. You know, can you imagine the captain get a text from Viv Richards? Mm. You know, that would be a big words of encouragement to take in the game. And I'm sure those guys would want to impress, sir Viv. I'm, I'm totally agree with Jason. You cannot wait for the guys to fail, to criticize them. Let's rally around the guys, you know, through thick and thin Let's rebuild. We're not as good enough as in the 90s and in the 80s and in the 70s. You know, cricket is a lot more competitive these days. There's no one to beat. Which, which team? Every team is competitive these days. Look at the Australia-India in, tour. australia them out for 36.
2: Mm-hmm. Guys, they
10: came back and won the series. So let's rally against, rally around our own Westerners cricket. We're a very small cricketing nation. We don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the guys don't complain about money every day. Let's go and fight with whatever we have. Mm-hmm. When the money comes, mm-hmm. let's be thankful. But let's fight with what we have now. You know, it, it, it's tough on the guys. And, and I'm tired for people to criticize the guys. I'm sure they go up there and give their heart, give the 100% best. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't have the quality. You know, not being rude to the players. We don't have anyone can back for a day. We don't have anyone mm-hmm. taking... Five wickets on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. We don't have a match winning spinner.
0: No. You know,
10: let's take our time and rebuild and rally around the guys through thick and thin.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: You know, I just want to wish the guys all the best. You know, and you know we have some young talents. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
10: and at the same time, hopefully, Westerners team has a very good bonding because mm-hmm. that has been our problem over the years when I used to play. There's a lot of guys. You know, his team was one of the top team when I was playing. And we were losing because we didn't have any abundance. We used to Ooh. fight. Guys used to fight. We don't get along. We go to dinner. We sit at different tables. Yeah, that's not good. So yeah. I'm just op- op- open these are not s- some of the stuff that affects is cricket.
1: Mm. We have
4: talented players,
10: but we're not playing for potential. You know, so let, let, let's support the guys who are thick and thin. Wish them all the best.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, we we'll We've got another 15 minutes left on the show. Um, j- j- okay, uh, Jason, we're going to come right back to you, of course. Um, and, of course, we also have Dominic uh, Warren, well. who's made another note. He's got a lot to say to Ricky Skerritt, uh, who I understand is going to be the president of the game for the next two years because I understand the challenge that he's going to be having is not going to be enough. So let's see if we can have Ricky Skerritt for another two years or so. But, of course, we'll <laughs> speak about that next week. All right, when we come back from our commercial break, <laughs> Dominic Warren is fired and that's his boss. Don't don't comment on that. They're gonna hit, get a reaction from Jason Holder. Yes,
0: well you go. heard it. Yes, you heard it. because yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. Sometimes when people talk, what they. But then let let's let go. Let me not comment. Live up. <laughs>
9: Wanted to just draw a reference to, to the scenario which I had with you particularly. Um mm-hmm. are you remember my my calling on your program? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes.
4: Yeah, yes. I, did I, I never forget that? I, I, come I forget, forget as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I remember calling
9: you and, and 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 I just going back to the point I made about the legends and mm-hmm. and, and their communication or their relationships with players. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, Andrew at that time. You you, you you sit and you critique, you say whatever you want to say, which you're entitled to say. But then when you see players and I and I, and I said that when you see players in person, I find you, you shy away from speaking to them in person. So it always made me feel at the time that it was something personal. Person.
1: Oh, and I relate
9: that I relate that situation back to the, 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 the current the the legends. Mm-hmm. So all I am saying is, Andrew, I would I have no promises on talking to you. You and I have had tons of conversations since that Yes. I, yes. You coming up to the I need your cell number, though, Jason. I'm I don't have your cell
4: number. Keith Holder wouldn't give it to me. I need your cell number, Jason.
9: I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scared to give you my cell number, yes. You misuse No, you're no, it, man. no
4: the, the problem is I may call you Bermuda. <laughs> oh, damn
9: it! You stuck Yes, talk
8: to us. But,
4: but anyway, yeah,
1: So
9: uh, what I'm saying is. Since then, we've 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 grown our relationship. Yes. You know, we never had a relationship before. Yes. You know, and I, I I I couldn't see myself coming on this program before, right. Not having a conversation in person. I mean, right. you again, you're entitled to say that's your job, right? And and again, they're passionate and they're accustomed to mm-hmm. their their generation of playing, and, and they were very successful, and we're passionate the, the same way. We just haven't had that success. Um, and, and that's just a number of reasons that sometimes our skill level is probably not as good as theirs and we need help, we, we honestly do need help, all I'm saying is that yes, criticise uh, we, we need criticism. we need to have the harsh comments we need to know where we, we, we've done wrong, we have players need to accept that we've done wrong, but one thing that I think would go another stretch or another way is for them to open up their love now I personally get a lot of a lot of text messages, I, I, I've got a lot of interaction with Brian Larr, and to me he's been brilliant you know, but I've seen he made comments to, towards West cricket as well, mm-hmm. uh, and he's criticised. Like, and he's entitled because he's passionate.
1: Mm-hmm. But
9: what I respect him for is, is the fact that he reaches out. You know, he's mm-hmm. made himself available to the group. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Courtney Walsh is somebody who's always been around there, um, and these are just players mm-hmm. who I believe have grown that relationship with players within the within the group. Right. So each mm-hmm. player within the, their individual territories mm-hmm. ha- have their their. Probably have their legends that they have personal relationships. With. Clive Lloyd is another man that I feel is, is very brilliant, a guy who I have mm. tons of respect for. Yes,
1: yes. But
9: he he's commented on his disappointment at how we've played cricket as well too. Mm-hmm. But I could 100% guarantee that Clive Lloyd would pick up the phone and call yes, him, pick yes, yes, phone that and pick up the phone and send a text and and he's had that interaction. I think more of that needs to be done. So again,
1: mm-hmm.
9: criticism is, is part of life. You know, we accept criticism as professional athletes. It is part and parcel of what we do. But what would be what would be uh well, what would hit me nail on the head for me is that dialogue with the mm. with the legends. So that, yes, mm. you know you know we, we know where we've gone, we know where we've messed up. But call us or, or, or get in contact to to try to help us through the situation. Don't just leave us in the wilderness alone. And as, and as Philo said, maybe Andrew Roberts would love to have the conversation with me. Mean, I haven't had the conversation, but I would love to have a conversation with him as well. And I'm, I'm always open to it. Well, because I don't live life like that, uh, mm-hmm. Andrew. I, I, I told you before, you're my favorite commentator. You're still my favorite commentator. I love the way you carry. You're very controversial. You're very witty. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I like that about you. But I understand you, Andrew. Do, and, and you can't draw me out. <laughs> but when i when I look at the grand scheme of things, yeah. I, let, I like the package you bring you're very, you're very and, and, and that's your nature, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand you and, and i and I respect you for what you doing. Mm-hmm. you're quite entitled to say what you want to say how right. it, how, what, how you want to comment mm-hmm. but what what I want for you to do is when you come upstairs in the boardroom, as I told you. Talk to the fellas, man. The fellas want to hear from you. They would love to chat with you as well. Talk to the fellas. Don't run away from it. No, no, no. We have that face to face dialogue and that face to face interaction. Wonderful. That's that's just the reference I want to make.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But I, you,
9: you could take my number. Matter of fact, I, what I would do, I would get your number and I would send you a text so you can save money.
4: Fredo, Fredo, wonderful,
9: wonderful. Just don't call me when I'm in Bermuda, man.
4: <laughs> no, I could I wouldn't do that. I, I would Now, um, of course, Dominic, you've been t- taking some notes. Um, what, what's your reaction to all this, Dominic?
8: I'm just going to rewind a little bit. There's some brilliant stuff said here. I mean, I'm
12: privileged to have the chance to work in what I still think is the greatest sport story in the world. Full stop. Mm. Um, you know, and the story is for me, and from a lot of the research we've done and with fans, is that the one thing we forget to embrace is how the West Indies has made more from its limited resources than any other country. Hard work, brilliant technique, application, fun, enjoyment, and taking cricket and taking it to the world, taking it on and won. They've done it with the men for a long time. They did it again in 2016. Did it with the women for the first time in 2016 with very few resources, and the same with the under and same with the under nineteenth. And I think that there's one of the most powerful things that people look at. The West Indies from the outside is see that when everyone comes together it is the most incredible thing if you think back to that uh, World Cup game um, against New Zealand the world's wanted New, uh, West Indies to win there okay the team didn't play anywhere as nil as they wanted to be but that would have been a story okay probably an adversity and not exactly what the te- how the team would have wanted to perform but everyone wanted the West Indies to win and that's because And you speak to Jimmy, and you speak to Ian Bishop, and you speak here from Jason, and you speak to six and seven-year-olds in the street, they realise what it means and how it matters. And I think that's one of the things we're trying to get and trying to build up with fans, which is when everyone comes together, yes, we might have $10 when England's got $100, but we've always made more of it than anyone else. And the more we can do that, you can overcome it. But, But... The separate challenge, parallel, is what we're working on. We've got a plan with a new performance centre. There's a huge amount going on with coach development. There's trying to invest much more into youth from six-year-olds all the way up through the pathway. We're trying to get much more in terms of commercial revenues. And the brands that are on board are still getting involved because they know it's a brilliant story that inflames people's passions more than anything else in the West Indies and around the world. So I know I'm eulogising here, but I'm, I'm doing that as a fan and someone privilege, but also seeing information from the inside. And when, when you get the moments like uh, Jason and Shane, for example, in that huge partnership against England, when you get Rodman Powell smashing balls around um, and knocking them out of the park and, you know, becoming a new player, when you see Shimron coming through, uh, when you see Hayden Walsh making a breakthrough, when you see the likes of Tamar Niamh, Elias Joshua De Silva coming through. There are some really, really exciting players that have worked really hard. And I think this is an underlying story. We work hard and we can try and build on top of it. But without the hard work, it's not going to come. The hard work is happening. If we can all come together, we can get there. And I think but we're excited by it. It's hard. Um, it's hard for everyone. and you know, But everyone wants us to do well. And when we do well, do well, everyone loves it even more. And I'm meaning that from whether you're in India, Auckland, London, or even New Markets are developing, people look to the West Indies. And, um, yeah, it carries, it carries pressure. but What a great story to be part of. And we just need to work harder
4: at well, it. Minutes or so left for the Terminator. show. Yeah, OK. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's go quickly to, um, to Dominica because... Uh, We we had a breakthrough, in fact, it's the the first time that um, we'd have had um, a station uh, from the Windwards of the League was actually taking on the challenge of buying radio rights in relation to cricket, uh, West Indies, and Vibes Radio, the champion station, they've actually bought these rights. Heston Charles from Vibes Radio has joined us from Dominica. Hello, Heston. How are you, my friend? Heston? Well, but you're he, muted. He, he, you're muted, Heston. We want to hear you. We want to hear that Dominican accent. Come on, <laughs> Heston. Somebody needs to help Heston. Yeah, yeah, yeah Heston. Um, is, is is your Wi-Fi good?
8: Yes. Are you Heston? Are you hearing us? Hello, Heston. Just needs to hit again, Heston.
4: Yeah, yeah, Heston. You got to mute, mute it again. Uh, Heston, we we got another thirty seconds. Hello, Heston. I can only I'm here, yeah, I'm there, yeah, yeah. yeah, are you hearing me, Heston? I can hear you loud and clear, Andrew. Okay, good night that's to you it. and good night to your that's panel. Good night, very, to your panel. Pro- good night to hmm.
8: Dominic one and, and the rest of the panel. Uh, we're, I'm speaking to you from the lovely island, the nature island of the Caribbean, Dominica.
4: Yes, okay. <laughs> tell, t- tell us about Vibes Radio and your decision to, to buy the rights. You must be excited down there. Dominic Warren is smiling. You've got a two-year contract. Talk to me.
8: Yes, certainly, certainly. We, we, we are delighted. We are very delighted. We are very proud to work with Cricket West Indies. We have been, for the last five years, you know, the local broadcasters in Dominica for cricket. And right now, we have been able, after so these four years of doing so, right now, we are the right holders of cricket
10: for, for the West Indies Cricket in the Region and Home Series of the, of the West Indies. So
4: we mm-hmm. it's indeed, for us, a great achievement, and we feel very proud about that, Andrew. Yes, indeed. Well, I, I really want to, to thank you for coming to the show because I know that uh, you've got lots of work uh, to do there, and, of course, uh, you, 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 you're going to be bringing the Super 50 uh, live across the Caribbean on radio. And, Dominic, that is something that you would be happy about, that radio is very much involved. Dominique? Yeah, we're, d- we're delighted. Um, it's uh,
12: And again, it co- goes back to the West Indies story. I think everyone's told me how most people growing up in the West Indies mm. listening to, the, to cricket on the radio. Um, for the mm. last five or six years, while we had a great media rights deal mm. in re- revenue terms, it didn't necessarily give us all the access or the audience that we wanted to, especially here in the Caribbean. Um, and so uh, having this access mm. Across all of the Caribbean countries, working with Vibes FM mm-hmm. and building up this network of stations is going to be great. The, 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 other, the other great benefit, and again, the joy of new technology, is that working with Vibes FM and the radio commentary team will be able to put together a stream that will be able to take West Indies commentary oh, really? all around the world oh, using wonderful. digital platforms. Oh. So, you know, if you are from a West Indies family in London, you know, New York, Vancouver, wherever, then you're going to be able to hear proper West Indies cricket commentary, and that can only be a good thing. So, so we're delighted, and hopefully the, 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 the partnership will go from strength to strength and the audience will only get bigger and just more people listening to the radio to, to hear the commentary if they can't get to watch it on TV. Mm.
4: Well, Dominic, I want to thank you for coming through and talking to us. I know you've got a lot of work to do there as you prepare for the Super 50, which starts on Sunday, both television and radio. And we really want to thank you for coming through and talking to us. We want, of course, to have the, the, the final word with, with, with Jason. Otis. Thanks to you, Dominique, for coming through. Let's do this next week. Can you, um, can, can you do it next week, Dominique? Don't, don't send me a bill, though, however. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thank, thank, thank. After, the first, after the first couple of
12: games of the Super 50,
4: it'd be good to talk about.
12: Okay, wonderful.
4: All right. Uh, so stay with us. Jason, we're going to spend the, the, the next uh, two minutes or so with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sneak two minutes. The captain of the Western East Side is here, and he's being listened uh, by Donald Trump, who's been impeached. So, I mean, Trump is listening. <laughs> Biden is listening. I mean, the immorality, the founder of Prime Minister, I'm sure she's listening to Jason Oda. Um, and, and, of course, we, we just want to sneak two minutes. But just before uh, we come back to you, Jason, we want to thank you very much indeed, Heston Charles, Um, You are preparing, of course, to bring the Super 50. uh, And and just listen to a little bit of the production uh, here, of course, in relation to what you're going to be having in Antigua. Have a listen to this. This is Little Stuff on Vibes Radio, the champion station. You've just heard commentaries on the CD Insurance Regional Super 50 Cup, a production of Vice Radio, the champion station,
13: in association with India's Radio and in Antigua. Join us again for more on Little Stuff.
4: Middle Stop on Vibes Radio, the champion station, as we bring you ball-by-ball commentary on the CG Insurance Regional Super Cup being played in Antigua. The action is about to begin. And for the excitement, let's join our commentators on location. Wonderful music there, and of course, we are preparing, of course, a lot of stations have Already signed on to do the, the broadcast, and we wish our team, of course, uh, ABS Radio, they'll be, of course, mounting um, a, a commentary team, and we wish Vibes well. So, we got it on radio, you have got it on television, we got another minute or so left on the program, and of course, we're going to spend it with my very good friend, uh, Jason Hold, who's promised to give me his number, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, Jason, what do you have to say to the people of the Caribbean? My final question tonight in relation to the Super 50 and in relation to the West Indies playing in Bangladesh. It's all yours, Jason. Ah, well, to the people of the Caribbean,
9: uh, first with the, with the Super 50, I, I, I think we should all be really excited for it. Um, I think it's the first thing that we've had so many of our quote-unquote, as you would call them, Andrew, big guns. Mm. Then, then they the. Competition, um, myself, at schooling because I don't think I'm a big gun, but yeah, I mean, it, it should be a good tournament. I guess it's disappointing that we only have five games this year instead of the double round, but we understand the, the the constraints of the the organisation. Um, but yeah, I, I would encourage everyone to tune in. I think the, the spectacle should be should be pretty good. Um, the beauty about it is that most of the white ball players have been playing cricket. Um, you know, you've got guys who are currently playing in the T10, um, guys who have just come back from Bangladesh. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the guys have been playing cricket. So, I expect the competition to be to be really good. The conditions here at Coolidge, particularly, are very, very bio-friendly and it's a small ground. So, we know that some of those games could be pretty high scoring. And I think the, the, the playing field could kind of level off a bit more at the Sevilla Richards Stadium. Um, so I, I would expect really good um, games in this competition. I think the, the competition itself, when I look at the teams on paper, all of them um, have some pretty strong sides and, and should be equally matched. Um, in terms of the context of West nice cricket,
1: mm-hmm.
9: I know it, it seems as though it's, it's, it's tough times. And I know we've had some really tough series in the last couple of years. But um, in last year, I should say, um, we did show some, some positive signs, particularly when we went to England. Um, winning the first Test match. Unfortunately, we we, we finished off that series as well, too. But <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I think the Test group um, had a lot to look forward to. Sri Lanka is, is, is I, I would say, pretty much in the same boat as us in terms of their team and where it's at. Um, the last time they came to the Caribbean, you know, we, we drew one all. And in my opinion, we should have won that series as well, too. So I'm really looking forward to, to that series against Sri Lanka looking forward to the other series against South Africa. We haven't played South Africa in years. Um, the last time we played South Africa, I think it was in 2014 in South Africa. And I, I don't think they've been to the Caribbean. Um, probably last time would have been 2011-12. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Long, if long if time out, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's been a while. So I'm looking really looking forward to that series. Um, and as well, I think we, we always look forward to having Pakistan and in, 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 in Australia over here in the Caribbean. So um, we normally play very well at home. Yeah. And I I expect our our boys to to put up a better showing than we have in the the, the recent away tours uh, and put it behind us. You know, there's a lot of improvement to be had, uh, but I think us having this Super competition and getting some match practicing and then obviously the first-class competition would fall short shortly afterwards, you know, which would put our cricket back in in good stead, in my opinion. So I still encourage the fans to stay positive. Um, Keep offering positive support Criticism is always welcome as well too, but I, I still think when when our players do well, keep, keep rallying behind them, keep letting them know, keep giving them that encouragement. Uh, for us, it goes a very very long way. You know, we step on the field, and we, we know we are it when we do well because you know more often than not we're criticized a lot, and uh, we feel that as well too, uh, just like everybody else. Uh, so, encourage us all to stay to stay rallying uh, as one. I want to say as one. I mean, United mm-hmm. as fans, administrators, players. We're all in it together, I believe. Uh, And and the more we stay together, um, I think the the more heads we put together as well, too, uh, the more positive we we,
4: we produce. Well, Jason, I want to thank you very much for coming through. This show could go on until midnight, uh, maybe until 11.30 when the West Indies team will be doing battle uh, against Bangladesh. Of course, the action uh, is on flow, and uh, we hope the West Indies will do very, very well indeed. We want to thank fellow Alfonso Wallace there, who calls Sandy Roberts every day. Thank you, Philo Wallace. Thanks, of course, to our very good friend who's in a suite in an apartment there in Antigua. We're talking about our very good friend, uh, the manager of the Barbados team, uh, with a lovely uh, jangling uh, tie. They're like, uh, uh, is that a big chain you've got there, like, uh, Wesley the Hall? Thanks to you, of course, uh, uh, the captain, for coming through. And Franklin Rose is already in his bed, in his sofa, they call it there in Jamaica, Thanks to you, of course, Dominic Search Warren. Work. And of course, thanks to Heston Charles, the man from Vibes Radio. And from Kingston, Jamaica to Georgetown, Guyana. let's say to the West Indies team, feed your faith and doubt will starve to death. I'm Andrew Mason. It's hoping for a briar tomorrow. It's good night.
13: My friend, you never know when it's over, over, every day you live to see, give praise to the almighty, you never know when he'll call your number, number, hey, if you see a man fall down, pick him up from off the ground, remember that man could be your brother, But anger is poisonous, it just is not good for us, it could lead to some serious heart problems. I said-
0: Just to remind you that, a reminder that on Sunday, our regular scheduled program that is usually aired at 6 p.m. will be at 3 p.m., and this is to accommodate our panelists to watch the Super Bowl. So folks, keep that time in mind. 6 p.m. Sunday has been brought forward to 3 p.m. start time for the cricket show. The other regular shows will continue at the regular time, but this week, this week and Sunday, when we have the Super Bowl, we, our show on Sunday, usually being aired from 6 until 9, will now be aired at 3 until 6. Take note, my friends. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors that we're on on 3 p.m. come um, Sunday. On Saturday, our regular program starts at 9 until 12, but on Sunday, we will have our program from 6, not on 6, but from 3 until 6. Good night. God bless. Have a wonderful evening, a great show from Andrew, and we hope you enjoyed it.